0: Hey guys, welcome to the Hey OK Ha Happy Hour. Um, got two new sponsors this week, and uh, boy, you guys picked a hell of a week to uh, choose your first day to sponsor. I apologize for the low energy. It's been a it's been a weird week, which we'll get to uh, soon enough. But first, uh, a new new sponsor here, Octane Inc. Uh, Octane Inc. specializes in vehicle wraps, snowmobile wraps, custom apparel, and race car lettering. With a deep history in motorsports and the love for anything fast, Octane Inc. has quickly become the Midwest premier one-stop shop. Anything you want customized with your business logo or a personal monogram, they can make it happen. Visit octaneincllc.com today or find them on any social media platform, including Grindr. No, just kidding. I added that. That's not true. That's LLC. Dot .com again octaneink.com ink fast uh, also we got a new sponsor mountain mud ooh mountain mud sunscreen Mountain Mud Sunscreen is a biodegradable, reef-safe, CBD-infused sunscreen made with organic food-grade ingredients using non-nanotized zinc oxide as the only active ingredient. You don't want to slather a bunch of chemicals on your skin, soak up a bunch of weird stuff, right? Defeats the whole purpose of protecting your skin. Each 2.5-ounce tin has 200 milligrams of CBD isolate and is based on an FDA-approved recipe. It is SPF 35, water-resistant, for a minimum of 40 minutes and shelf stable for two years. Available for purchase at www.MountainMudSunscreen.com That's easy enough to remember, isn't it? MountainMudSunscreen.com And lastly, but certainly not leastly, our old friends at Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Oh, my favorite ad copy. Every time it gets weirder and weirder. I don't know how many edibles these guys are on when they write it, but... It sure is fun. Here it is. Picture this. You're here. It's now. You're piloting a meat body through time and space. You are the ultimate alchemist transmuting intent into action and possibility into reality. Hidden in your bag of tricks is a way to encode information into vibration and spread it throughout the cosmos. It is an instrument of gods and beasts and everything between. For example, listen to how this one says Oregon. Oregon. Oregon? Oregon? Do you hear it? Let's have them say it again. Oregon. Oregon. No matter how you mispronounce words, enjoy Baba G DIY edibles while you're doing it. You add the cannabis, they add the candy. Check them out at OregonBaba.com Make sure it's legal in your state and you got your medical, mar- medical, mar- medical card and all that good stuff. Again, that's OregonBaba.com Oh shit, guys. So this podcast is going to be a little different Um, First guest First guest on the Hey Okay Ha Happy Hour Uh, Wish it were uh, under better circumstances Uh, Jersey Jair's in the house Uh, Known Jersey Jair for a little bit here Mostly on the basketball courts Met him through work Good guy Was meaning to have him on the podcast As a a hoops head We're going to chop it up uh, about basketball And um Uh then there was a horrible helicopter accident, and uh, we wanted to uh, obviously have to touch on that, and um, yeah, because it really There's no way I was going to do a, a solo podcast and uh, squeeze any funny out of that. Um, and uh, by the time this goes up, there's there's I'm gonna be like the last podcast to, to do the the whole Kobe thing. So you're probably burned out by now. I don't blame you. I am too, but. Um, yeah what a what a, a shit shit deal so you know i thought what's the best how do you how do you deal it's and it's confusing i was i've been confused all week because I don't understand getting sad about people you don't know strangers that are dying who who cares right fucking your your great uncle dies and you barely go to the funeral right so I don't know why I give a fuck about i you know this, but I don't know it just felt weird i think it partly. Like with all of us, it is just a reminder of how vulnerable we are and how finite our time is, and you know stuff like this happens and it it really you know drives that fact home you know and at, to be honest at first, it wasn't like a remember last week i I did a podcast Neil pert died and to be honest, I love Neil pert, and that didn't affect me that much it sucks guy died young he's sixty seven but Actually, there is a detail of this COVID thing that that did make it particularly grueling, but uh, we'll get to that soon enough. So, my first guest is a Jersey Jer. Uh, he's a native of New Jersey. Don't hold that against him. Um, likes to play ball. So, what we did is we we did this podcast. We went and played some ball beforehand, and um, uh, you know, I went into it thinking. How do you honor the mamba, right? How do you honor the mamba? And, and here's what we do. And I'm, I'm proposing that this becomes the default way to play pickup basketball. Most guys play by ones and twos to either 12 or 16. Fuck that. I say from now on, we play to 24 by twos and threes. It turns out that's a really perfect length of time for a game. We, we did it. Um, I wanted to, uh, you know, because I don't get sad. I got to transmute that into anger. And what is the best way to transmute negative energies, competitive things, games, sports? So I said, I'm going gonna to play ball in this first game. We're just fuck everything. And I'm not going to tell you how that game went. I'll let, I'll let Jersey Jer corroborate it. Um, but, um, you know, sorry to the other fellows, the other guys on the other team. It's not your fault. It was nothing personal. It was just, uh, <laughs> you know, you set a high bar. Let's let's not miss a single shot and not let our guy score one point. It sounds ridiculous, right? It probably is. But uh, but I thank Jeremy for uh, for doing that. It, it, you know, helps playing ball and, and talking it. And, again, I'm still confused why I even give a shit. It's a stranger. But a lot of it has to do with seeing how much he touched other people. Yada, yada, yada. Let's get to the fucking podcast. fuck Howard Beck on that because I could I could well you know it's not Howard Beck's fault because I could have listened to that essay right I could have read yeah. that essay yeah. but then the the images and the music
1: of course
0: <coughs> dude
1: do you we are such fucking puppets you go to a movie the music tells you how to feel it's assisted fucking feeling
0: right I get you it but it doesn't feel manipulative on some level
1: it absolutely is that's what I'm saying like yeah. it It's telling you how to feel. You go to a movie so you can space the fuck out and something can tell you how to feel. And you can go ahead and hit these. You know why people love sad movies? Because they're not that sad in real life. You know what I mean? Like, occasionally there's something super sad. But you just go to different movies. to, to It's like a high. Whatever you want to go for. comedy, you laugh your ass off.
0: I've got to run away from my feelings and not dive into them.
1: Maybe that's the, the other... Yeah, you go to escape and feel, like, false ones. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Let
0: me run away from my feelings, jer
1: I'm just saying, the music in movies is very manipulative.
0: Well, I'm just trying to avoid having to talk about the, uh... The obvious subject at hand. Where were you uh, when you found out?
1: Where was I? Well, uh... Earlier that day, day Sunday morning yeah, I was day drinking <laughs> You call me uh, No Earlier that day Sunday I had to come up to A weird part of New Jersey For work Worked a shift Went to uh, The hotel Checked in And noticed there were Applebee's It's like uh, I, Yeah It's getting up in the north It's not quite central and It's central, not Philly it's not Philly is right? a real thing uh, no, no 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 Not Philly at all Definitely root for like The Yankees and shit up here uh, Red Bank, New Jersey would probably be the uh, very nice area a lot of money um, but I was at the Applebee's because I noticed there was an Applebee's not even two minutes away from said hotel that I checked into and frankly I love me some Applebee's <laughs>
0: <laughs> Applebee's is not a sponsor by the way or maybe they should be so, underrated anyway. definitely
1: so I strolled into the Applebee's at, at almost exactly 3.03pm and I uh, sat myself down at the bar. Uh, I don't think they were expecting me because it took probably about eight minutes for a bartender to show up. to go like, oh, somebody's here. Uh, he was kind of a, he was a nice guy, uh, a little weird. But, uh, you know, he uh, was telling me about the give me a beer menu. I asked him if there were any specials. And he kind of looked at me like I was an asshole because it was 3 p.m. That's not how that works. And uh, so I asked him about the, the monthly specials, right? Long story short, I end up with a fish bowl, a small fish bowl-sized Long Island iced tea in front of me. $6, great deal. Like 100% liquor. Yeah. And, of course, I ordered a little, a little Applebee's Fine Dining, uh, some uh, bourbon, chicken, and shrimp. There you go. With some, you know, sautéed onions and mushrooms. It was delicious. So I'm about halfway through my second fish bowl, And I'm on my phone, and I start seeing, the first thing I remember seeing was uh, just a status on Facebook of a friend. It was just like, you know, Kobe, question mark, question mark, sad face. And I just thought it was weird. Um, And then, of course, like I refreshed and the the reports started coming out. So I was sitting at an Applebee's bar. And you're nice and drunk at this point, right? I mean, I was feeling it. I wouldn't say I was drunk, but I was feeling it. And I mean, so it was, I'm in a strange area I've never been before. It was very surreal. Uh, it's, it's still surreal. It's only if, now feeling real.
0: Remotely real.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I didn't even believe it was actually real for, like, an hour. Because I was just like, no, no, no. This is, this is obviously fake. That guy's invincible. So.
0: And... Uh, yeah, I got a, a text from my ex. Um, it just said, "OMG, Kobe," um, and I thought, you know, you were couples. I don't know if you had this, but like you have a celebrity out. Like if, if you ever had the opportunity oh, sure. to sleep with, you know, yeah. you say sure, go ahead. Of course, of course. If you well, hers was Kobe. She nobody loved Kobe Bryant like this lady.
1: I mean, I don't think anyone's saying it. They're all talking about how smart he was, great basketball player. He a very handsome man. We I, I lost, suppose. I suppose. We lost a handsome man. That guy, I gotta he's gotta tell you, was yeah. frankly yeah. annoying. I, I, I got, it,
0: she may be a bit biased against Kobe Bryant uh, when he was playing. Fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I thought that she was referring to LeBron surpassing him on the point total. Right? Of course, yeah. I, I, I thought, but then I'm like, well, there, there's only one other person that she... Might like as much as Kobe Bryant, and that would be LeBron James. So she would, uh, you know. Yeah. So then I thought, oh god, no, no. I mean, you might not automatically goes to like the worst place. Of course. And then I'm thinking, did this, because you know how legendary's competitiveness was. I thought, did this motherfucker Re- kill himself after LeBron passed? Like he's getting old, oh, and, and, he, okay. and now LeBron's going to be the face of the Lakers, and
1: that's. You know what's crazy is like. Like, 50% of me, when I first saw just, like, the word, like, Kobe and, like, some sort of, you know, how quickly we read these days, everything's, like, this fucking couple words long, right? Every status was... So my first, like, 50% of me was like, did this asshole, like, is he going to play ball again? Like, 50% of me was like... Hey, 41, it's
0: not inconceivable. It's not inconceivable. It would be the most ridiculous comeback, but it's just young enough that it's... Physically possible, and if anyone's gonna do it, it'd be that asshole. It'd be that asshole, like that guy. He, he would was, chase that six ring. He yeah, come back with the yep. Lakers. Yep. Be the seventh man. Yep. In an alternative yep. universe, he'd
1: come in and score like eighteen. No, game. not
0: eighteen. He no. couldn't put him no. 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 He's forty-one with a ruptured Achilles. He'll post up in the corner. He'll be a poor man's Danny Green, a very poor man. Here's Freddie what I was saying about the other day. There's two types of stars. Kobe's,
1: right? That just like, they're gonna do their game until that game does not work. Yeah. When that game doesn't work, they're gone. Yeah. And then there's stars that adapt.
0: Vince Carter. Vince Carter,
1: right? That motherfucker learned how to shoot threes. No. Like, just one of the best ever. And he's been in the league for four goddamn decades.
0: Well, the thing is, if you're big and you can shoot Mm -hmm. and you're, you know, you can at least run up and down the court. Yeah. You know, there's there's a job for you
1: and like Vince Carter's a freak of nature so he went from leaping 10 feet into there and oh yeah he now really, he can run like a 25 year old that like yeah. fit you know
0: 40 yeah he yeah, he's um best dunker of all time I definitely think. definitely um but you know with uh Kobe you know, at first it was like that that's this is surreal and it's horrible um but it's a 41-year-old man who's had a full life. It's surreal. It's fucked up. But, wow. But then, when you find out his daughter was on the helicopter, Yeah. which um, I'm still cursing myself for having watched that fucking Mavericks game. The game where they cut to courtside. And, yeah, and Because I didn't know... I mean, I know he had some daughters. Yeah. And I didn't know that he had a daughter... That was also a baller, that looked like him, yeah. and clearly, like, they just happened to cut to like a three second frame that spoke. You could see there was so much you could just see in that yeah. In the, the vibe in the relationship, um, and it so was, when you find out that that girl was on that helicopter, and, um, and and my mind immediately be. went to that image, and it was just like, fuck this, yeah.
1: I mean, like I think he uh, said something the other day. Like, oh, you kind of tell if she was his favorite. I don't know if it was that she was his favorite, but she was a mini him, yeah. right? Like she was the project. Yeah. Well, there's no but way she the, was the, the, the
0: family would ever listen to this podcast. So I would I wouldn't feel bad saying this, but I think she was. Uh, nobody I mean, has a I mean, favorite kid a, a, yeah. publicly, but yeah. everybody probably <laughs> does have a. F- Where do you rank right, <laughs> Where are you at? You got two siblings, right? Where <laughs> I'd right? probably like a solid. Two. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's probably a rotating uh, cast. But I got an advantage though, because I'm the only boy.
1: That's that is an advantage. I feel the same. So I'm the favorite son. Feel, I'm, and I'm also the first. I get I'm, two advantages. Uh, so basically well, cheating. So
0: as long as <laughs> you're the favorite son, one of one of one is better than exactly. Uh, it's even better than two of ten. Piss. Go piss. We <laughs>
1: can edit this out, right? Of course.
0: I'm gonna stop it. How was the piss? I'll edit it. I'll edit the piss out. But. Was
1: That's fine. Was, was, was it was a good test. Was it
0: a good one?
1: Yeah, it was decent.
0: Oh. Yellow? How's, uh, yeah, yeah. how's your, go with your color? Is it clear? Is it orange? Is it yellow? It's pretty,
1: it's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've been drinking uh, beer tonight, so it's pretty, you know.
0: Oh, yeah. I, pretty, sure. I forgot to mention, um, you know, it's a hey, okay, happy hour. You know, we drink. Yeah. Drink one drink. In our case, maybe it'll be more. Um The first can time.
1: We, can you get me some of that uh, CBD sunscreen? I don't know. Because I heard you. I heard you mention the the shelf sustainability. Two, two, two years. years. I gotta be honest. Shelf sustainability is a big deal when I'm, as a consumer.
0: With sunscreen? How often do you use a fucking tin of sunscreen? Exactly.
1: Exactly. Should I go home and check my sunscreen? Is it gone bad? Is it expired? I don't fucking know. I'm not
0: doing some product placement in the middle of my goddamn podcast. <laughs> I, already did the, uh, I already did my contractually obligated ad read. I'm sure it's good, but I'm getting my first sample in the mail, so. Hey, technically I can't vouch for the shit. For all I know, it's like full of mold, and I don't know what. It, uh, I know the guy. It should be all right, but uh, it's in the mail, so cool. I'll give you a sample. But it's fucking January. What do you need sunscreen for? Good point. I mean, I mean you you are, you are on the white side.
1: Dude, I'm I'm uh, my gym, the local gym, uh, Fitness Works, shout out South Philly. The uh, local gym just got a tanning like a stand up tanning bed, mm-hmm. a tanning booth. And I'm contemplating because you were you were raving about this idea of vitamin D. Yeah, get
0: and your like, fucking vitamin D. I know, I know. Tan them fucking testicles. I'm get, fucking those te- get those <laughs> testicles on some
1: lights. I don't know about that, but uh I'm basically fucking
0: translucent right now, so. I just I just get the uh what do they call it, sad? Seasonal affective disorder. Sad? I think it's a real thing. The, the kind of a weird coincidence though, right? Like it season. The, the acronym is I think they work backwards. <laughs> but, um, no, I get that shit. I, I can't. In the wintertime, I feel like shit. It's got over an illness. Whenever that happens, I say, fuck it, I'll go to a tan. Don't let them fuck with you to make you think that it's some kind of effeminate, uh, uh, faggy pastime. Oh, you know, man. It's, pastime. like man. It's like your vein. It's not about vanity. It's about tricking your body <laughs> to thinking that it's May. And I never <laughs> get sick in May or June. So.
1: Fair point. Yeah.
0: And something about This is another thing. I read it on the internet, so I know it's it's 100% true. Um, sunlight, I think vitamin D in particular, is like the precursor to testosterone production. So, Makes sense. Yep. So I, I think that's true, too. When I don't get any sun, like, I become like a little... <laughs> I become a golem. That's what I'm saying. I become Fair a enough. golem. Fair enough. I, I get hunched over. Yeah, yeah. Right? I get all pale and yeah. like... <laughs> I need testosterone. Rolling out of your room at, like, fucking noon. Yeah, man. Summertime, I'm ready to go, man. Testosterone's pumping. Agreed, man. And once you get in your mid-30s, you can't you can't fuck around. The, you, you gotta squeeze every little bit of testosterone you can. I maintain that,
1: like, one of the best days of the year is that first uh, day of the year where you can drive with the windows down and, like, play music loud. Best day of the year. One of them. Oh, yeah. So immediately happiness level goes up. You're like, it's finally fucking here. But you
0: cocksuckers on the East Coast... You think you're in the cold land because you compare yourselves to the Carolinas <laughs> and the Florida. Man, you guys get... It's, yesterday was a nice nah, day.
1: No, nah, it's not. it cool. hasn't been too rough. The global warming is really helping, so it's getting a lot nicer uh, winters. No snow this year, really.
0: I'm, I'm a simple man, uh, and I'm an open-minded man, so <laughs> I am open to being swayed on this, but I'm trying okay. to figure out
1: uh-huh.
0: how the hell global warming is going to kill us all. I'm not saying humans aren't creating global warming. I'm not okay. saying we, yep. we can't do a better job of protecting the... I'm a hippie at heart, and okay. I want to protect the planet. That being said, I don't understand how the weather's going to get us. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, I think that's fair. I think the biggest things you have to worry about are... So these slight changes, we perceive them as slight, right? Okay, oceans level, ocean levels rise. Let's fucking say, fractions of a fraction. Let's right? say, yeah, I'll give you an inch. Then sure, then, then, sure. Okay, so why rise an inch? Thank you for the full inch. It's, I, <laughs> I'll take an said. inch other, <laughs> other places. What uh, no? no uh, okay, rise uh, an inch. What the fuck does okay, that do? so even these slight things that we perceive, an inch here, uh, the global temperature going up half a degree, whatever it may be, we're dependent on certain ecosystems. Now, you could argue the, the the range of that dependency. Maybe these ecosystems that we're dependent on we could adapt as they yeah, of disintegrate. of course we can. Of course okay, so can. that would be the argument. we clever motherfuckers. But some people don't think we're capable of that. These people. I mean, come on. So the water
0: rises, and so what, we all drown? Like, how do we die? How, literally, I'm asking you, how right. does it kill yeah, us? Right. Do we starve to death because we, we forget how to make food? Um, what happens? It gets so hot, we die of heat exhaustion? What the fuck happens to kill us, exactly? Nobody gives me an answer. They say like, well, things are going to change and a tornado might happen. It's like, yeah, tornadoes
1: fucking always happen. I don't know, man. I feel like... You know what I think (laughs) it is? My first thought is some sort of uh, Armageddon-type situation with a comet is more likely than anything, but that has nothing to do with global
0: warming, so... I think it's weird white European shit. I think they love ice. (laughs) They love ice. They don't want to see the ice go away. It's like douchebags. You can't grow food on ice. Fuck the ice! <laughs> and we need more green shit. We need more warmth, fertile soil. We need to up the food production. Would you?
1: Yeah, would you What do you? What do you uh, think about air quality, though?
0: Well, air quality is um, with pollution is a bad thing. But here's the thing: this they're vilifying CO two carbon dioxide. If you you almost get the impression they think of it as a carcinogen pollutant. It's not. It's the building block of life. It's right. the most important molecule. In the world. It's literally, oxygen is to us as carbon dioxide is to plants. Now, basic, um, I believe CO2 is good. I believe yeah. that the more CO2 we have, the better. But if we don't
1: have enough vegetation to turn that into oxygen, then we're in trouble. So deforestation is a real yes,
0: threat. true, true. Mm-hmm. But the argument is, more CO2, more vegetation. They're positively correlated. The more CO2 there is... Uh, when I was a tomato farmer... Yeah, Colorado, but you, that,
1: would, that would assume that the rise in CO2 is going to match the consumption of no, it, humanity.
0: No, it'll just mean it's possible to grow more plants. When I was growing tomatoes in Colorado... <laughs> okay, I was growing tomatoes in Colorado. Yeah, sure. In a greenhouse there. Uh-huh. So you know what we do? To, to maximize the yield as you do with any crop, is you go to a welding shop and you get yourself a 20-pound CO2 tank and you run thin little tubes throughout the greenhouse and you put little holes in the tubes yeah. and you supplement, the word is supplement, the air with, with CO2. Interesting. And what happens is, because that's the limiting factor most of the time, is the CO2 availability. Because once you maximize the nutrients in the soil, once you maximize... The air flow, like recycle, mm-hmm. once you maximize the water, all the, everything's Sunlight. perfect. Right. Sunlight, mm-hmm. once that's all maximized, the limiting factor is CO2. And so if you maximize everything and then you enter, supplement the air with more CO2, you get more vegetation. But these fuckers want more ice. They don't want more vegetation. <laughs> they want more ice and they're, I guess, worried about polar bears. That's really? Are you really worried about fucking polar bears? I think we could manage without the fucking polar bears. That's just more salmon for us. <laughs> Fuck you. We need to do the ice. You know as, as a hockey fan, i got to say... Uh, you're wrong. We need to switch stakes. I should have been the Jersey guy. You should have been the fucking Minnesota guy. You'd love it up there. That makes sense. I think it's also, you know, where do rich people buy property? East Coast. Well, in well, general, the key word is coast. coast. I don't coast. care where yeah, it. Rich coast, people coast, buy yeah, yeah. property on the fucking coast. Right. Rich people are going to lose their property. That's the fuck they're oh, about. Oh, absolutely. That's yeah. what they're worried about. They worry about the planet they're dying. Sad. They're about to lose the property. Look at bro, like Rio de Janeiro. they got those favelas up on the hillside. Let them fucking water rise. Those fuckers will be seaside. They don't want that shit. No, they don't want to fucking move back a few kilometers. They want to keep that, that Miami uh, beach house. Um, but I believe global warming is going to lead to more food availability, less hunger, and we're going to be fine. We don't need more ice what is with the obsession I, with asking, ice? I
1: feel like i'm like the dad in this situation i'm like don't touch the goddamn thermostat matt and you're like <laughs> just two it. degrees just give me two degrees i'm like don't touch what's the worst thermostat?
0: i mean <laughs> what, what i'm saying is like it's almost like you're an asshole if you just tell everybody hey calm down we're not gonna die i mean we're gonna die of course but it's gonna be something boring Comet. It's got
1: to be a comet,
0: Yes. It's got to be. An asteroid, yes. It's got to be. Shit like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like 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 dinosaurs. Can Can you you... imagine? What would
1: you do? You get the news, somehow it gets out, which they never fucking tell us, because it would cause chaos, and they would somehow believe that that's important if the world's going to end in like a week. If we're all going to die, let's get
0: chaotic. Exactly.
1: Fuck yeah. What would you do? You got like, let's call it four days to
0: live. I'd like to say, like, just go and... Do all the fun stuff, but in reality, I would just curl up in the fetal position for four days yeah. and weep. I gotta be honest with you. I'm looking for drugs.
1: I don't want to be sure. here in a in a hey, conscious
0: hey, state. That that might make the old fetal position weeping thing uh, <laughs> that much more. I'm just trying to find God. You know,
1: I'm just trying to. I don't know. Acid rooms. Well, getting really back, know, well, get get know, back to the Kobe
0: thing, because you, ask, you asked me a good question before I hit record. Uh huh. What are my thoughts on death? And I think yeah. you asked that, because a lot of people are thinking that right now. Of course yeah. are. when shit like this happens, so unexpected and so kind of w- weird.
1: Oh, but so, you know what it is about this, this thing, I think, specifically? So, how many celebrities, how many athletes, how many, just in general, famous figures have died in the last couple of years? A lot, a right? Lot. It's yeah. natural. How many of you felt the same way that, that you felt when you saw that Kobe died?
0: None, and I None. don't know why that is. I I got to be honest with you. I, I, think, I can't put my finger on why it is. I think I
1: know why. I why? think it's two parts. First part is the obvious one.
0: It's the daughter for me,
1: but that, That's a factor, but I think if you just isolate it, it's Kobe himself. Yeah. Number one is the obvious one, which is he's 41, right? And it's a freak accent. so those are like, it's, it's the surprise factor. The second part, though, is we see, like... Alright, a celebrity dies when they're old. Um, we see even like tragic cases where they spiral out of control and... I don't know, fucking... What What's the chick from Star Wars?
0: Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher.
1: Carrie Fisher did a lot of drugs in her time. She died young. She lived wild south. Nobody was really surprised that. And she wasn't too young.
0: Yeah, but she wasn't... She wasn't too young. Yeah. She was too young, but she wasn't like... Crazy.
1: I think the thing that's most shocking about Kobe dying is I don't know many people on Earth that are more in control than Kobe Bryant was, and if he can die, it really reinforces the fact that you can die at any time. Even when you see a celebrity die, like I don't know, just go off the rails or they're all whatever. It's just like okay, yeah, but when something like this happens, you really feel like kind of helpless. I think.
0: Yeah. But then you think about a fucking 13-year-old, and I think there might have been another 13-year-old, her They're, older teammates. Yeah. yeah, That's, that's fucked up. Think about it, they were born in 2006,
1: yeah.
0: oh. right? That's like, born yeah. in 2006? And that's, I don't know, I was thinking, like, this is a dark thought, but in a way it's good that he was on that helicopter. Because imagine, because really what happened is, she died. He happened to be on the helicopter with her when she died. Is how I kind of look at it. Right. Because if he wasn't on a helicopter and she just died... He would have... Yeah. He, yeah. he, he would have been just... He would either kill himself or he would spend the rest of his life wishing he had the courage to. Right. Um, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I am don't know. I know but the, it seems all, that way. Yeah, yeah right. I get what you're saying. But,
1: either yeah, really it's almost... The, the, yeah. I, I think... Um, yeah, definitely. And it's just... I, I'm like... Not that... I agree with you. If she's going to if she's gonna die, I'm kind of glad he was there for her. Because you know that he was probably like calm and reassuring. I don't even want to Because I don't
0: even know what the fuck.
1: I'm just saying. I, I don't know. I'm glad, I guess I I'm glad they were coming. there together. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think they saw it coming. I don't know. I think about it. But I don't
0: think they saw it coming. I think he took a wrong turn yeah. in the fog and know. he yeah. ran into that mountain. I'll,
1: I'll, be, I'll be honest. Like It really made me look at myself uh, as, like, a fan, because uh, I'll, I'm a, I'll admit it, I was, like, a Kobe hater when I was younger. What do you mean by hater, though? Like, I hate that term. I don't think that that's hater okay, is a real question, but I think that that's what, a, you know, with the current lexicon, that's that's basically what I am. I don't think you were a, so, a hater, though. Well, hater would be like you were
0: jealous and so you're going to tear him down for stupid reasons. But, but you but analyze him admitted- as a basketball guy.
1: No, but admittedly, I think it's part of it, if I'm being honest with myself. Because part of it is... He's not my type of player. But, really, it's kind of hypocritical because I was an AI fan I was a T-Mac fan. Both of those guys are just as inefficient as Kobe. Well, well it's because he's not with Koi the Lakers. Does. That's the factor, right?
0: A, or, T-Mac isn't an enemy. And obviously, AI yeah, plays for the Sixers. And you Jersey Philly motherfuckers, I, I think you owe... You guys didn't treat him too well. I'm not just saying he treated you guys well either. So like, here's why. He wasn't like a favorite son. Well, because he so he only
1: played here in high school and only because I think okay I, I, I'm i just saying he was never he never truly felt like one of ours but we obviously didn't I don't think we gave him his due for the most part but see I'm almost glad that he didn't end up in Philly because he was his perfect form with the Lakers I was a Kobe hater and I kind of questioned Kobe fans because I was like he, like, why do you love this guy? Why do you love this guy? Because he, like, he doesn't And you're hard. just old enough
0: to remember MJ.
1: Yeah. But that's Tail the end. huge key. Tail end. Yes. But, so, yeah. So, basically, Kobe is, the first basketball game I had was some Kobe Bryant NBA on fucking N64. Yeah. NBA And he Live. was, he was, God, it was number eight Kobe with the mini fro, and he was freaking dunking on people, and he was wild. He was the... And I was late to the game of basketball, like, I played soccer and baseball, so I was late, um, but he was kind of my first, like, the first superstar I knew, along with AI, and I just think, like, he wasn't my type of player, because he was inefficient, and he didn't pass the ball, and my favorite form of basketball is the kind of cliche with, like, the, the Popovich, pass the goddamn ball, play defense get guys open shots. It's beautiful when it works. But I'm glad that he went to the Lakers, and I'm glad that, like, those... There's a separate section of fans that are just Kobe fans, and they're so loyal. Yeah, there's a cult of Kobe, for sure. There's a cult of Kobe, and I'm glad they had him. And I almost think that if he... Let's say that he had ended up on the Sixers. I wonder if we would have appreciated him treating the same, because... Philly admittedly is like we're kind of a little brother syndrome with New York and LA. We're kind of we're kind of good. We have all four teams. They're all old. We've had the franchises for a long time. We've got some history, but we don't have nearly the number of wins. As, Philly is as black
0: fans. Boston. <laughs> that's Boston tough. and Philly that's are very similar cities in their attitude. It's just one no, is it's more Irish yeah. and one is black. Yeah, that's absolutely true.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we got a little bit of of the little brother syndrome. But it's almost kind of fun because it allows us to have this rowdy energy. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know? Yeah. If the New Yorkers had that same energy, they'd be like, come on. Exactly. you, you got to be kind of an underdog to yes. get away with that asshole. Yes, 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 yes. Because
1: yes. L.A. And, and, you know, <coughs> New York, and, <coughs> they're just, they get to chill. They don't have to,
0: you know. But put yourself but, in the position of Kobe. So you're this kid who's, you're always a fish out of water because you're in Italy but you're a black kid and you're American but you're a rich kid who's you know what I mean he never was fitting in in Italy yeah he was probably you know popular and you know well to be fair but he wasn't one of them but to be fair though he was probably going to like
1: a boarding school with a bunch of other foreigners no? maybe
0: Uh, I don't know but he wasn't he wasn't like surrounded by people who were his people yes agreed agreed um, yeah, at best, he was surrounded by other misfits. Who, yeah. were, whatever. So, the, is, but is this Kobe explains the why best, he's always... Is
1: Kobe the best European player of all time?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah. well, I, He's technically born where? Yeah. Philly. Was he born in Philly? No, no, no. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, so he, you motherfuckers, he, he was probably born here. So no, he I was bad. No, 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 no. He was all four years in high school. No, he
1: was definitely, like, born... I'm supposed to say over I, I
0: don't want to... Because he would have citizenship and he would not be technically, I guess, a comparison to American. But whatever. My point is, he became known as being super aloof and super to himself from the moment he stepped foot into the league. Uh, part of it was, he was also a fish out of the water being so young when he came in. He couldn't right. go out to the clubs. He, right. he wasn't old enough. Um, and also, just he's always been an outcast yeah. wherever he's been. And... He uh, would be, if he were a UFC fighter or a tennis player or uh, individual sport, he would be probably clear number one all time or whatever, just because the focus that he had sometimes made him less than a perfect teammate. He would rub teammates' feathers, he would, because he was such a perfectionist. It wasn't like it was a, a negative trait, it was a positive trait that was in a realm that didn't value that so much. To be a a craftsman that's just devoted to your fucking thing, it's a team Yeah, agreed. That's where LeBron's... Could you
1: argue that, like, basketball is... This is a ridiculous thought, but basketball is one of the... Worst options for like a Kobe Bryant. Like think if he played even baseball. This is true. Yeah, baseball right? and
0: football for that matter. Despite and having a team. Individual. Yes. It's it's yes. you. Yeah, it's the team, but you have an individual yes. mandate. You have exactly. a thing you got to do, and it's like, yes. well, if you're a wide receiver, you got to run a route. Yep. You just focus on that. It doesn't you don't have to have chemistry with the fucking pulling guard.
1: Kobe could have been one of the best like shutdown corners
0: of all time if he wanted to. Pro- yeah, he's he
1: would How tall is he? Six six.
0: He's barefoot, he claims. He's 6'4", 3 quarters. He could play it. So he's not
1: that... Safety corner. Maybe safety. He might be a little bit for a corner.
0: Well, form falls function. Whatever sport he would go into, his you know your body type kind of conforms yeah. to whatever it's needed to do. If, shit, he could have... If he was from a little kid, pass rushing, he could have be a 6'5", 270-pound defensive end. True, yeah. You never know. Yeah, Like, think like of John Jones. Like, His two brothers are NFL oh, fuck guys. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of, a, yeah, they probably started off with divergent body types, but once they get down to that track, it's going to accentuate whatever, you know what I'm saying? If you're 240 pounds and I'm 220 pounds and, and, and 240 pounds, because he's a little bit heavier, goes into football, he's only going to get heavier to pack pounds on you. And yeah, if you're 220, you said yeah, you're going to go be a fucking high jumper. They're going to, you know, so it's, once you get into that track, so he, yeah, he, he's, he could have been a lot of different. Uh, I mean, Things, um, but his uh, attention to I any mean, fucking show detail, but it's so it's kind of cliche, but it's, it's absolutely true. His attention to detail and the finer footwork, particularly. Oh, um, we were going over that move, and uh, this is a podcast, so there's no way to see this, so I'm gonna try to describe it. Um, you know, basketball people, you know, the up and under, right? You go, you, you, you do a pump fake on a jump shot. And then you uh, pivot k- kind of under the defender, like Kevin McHale is famous for it, right? Yeah. a lot of guys do it. Well, Kobe would do it, so let's say he's dribbling to his, his right. Hard dribble to his right, pulls up for the jump shot. Now, when you do that, he's establishing his left foot as the pivot foot, right? So his left foot has to stay stationary. So then he swings his right foot, not all the way around, he's that square to the basket. And, uh, for a purpose we'll talk about soon. Then he'll do the pump fake. Now his right foot, instead of moving it forward, right, like you normally do on an up and under, he would move his right foot backwards. So in other words, instead of spinning slightly uh, counterclockwise, he would spin fully backwards with his back to the defender, clockwise. And then, with his left foot still as the pivot, his right foot would swing all the way around, and he would lean into that shot. If you YouTube, uh, I don't know, Kobe Bryant pivot, Madison Square Garden. The one where he, uh, did, the, he did that pivot yeah. move. Who was that? And then it cut to Spike Lee. Yeah. Spike Lee would yeah. just laughing. It. it. was such a beautiful, just it's a, it's, the fun thing about that move is, it's not a, most moves that make everybody just laugh and go, oh my god, that was crazy. Most of those moves are things that we do because not normal humans can do. Like a weird fucking dunk or a crazy block or yeah. even a curry between the legs thirty footer, but that is just simple footwork that any but we were doing yeah. that today at the gym. They cook somebody. Yeah, we were doing it, it. Just normal people can do that, but his attention to detail made it so smooth. He wasn't consciously thinking. Okay, I'm going to pull up the reverse pivot. It's and like I'm pulling up the jump shot. Oh, the defender's there. I'm going to spin away this way the hell are we talking about? What, what do you got, diabetes? What do you got to pee so often? You can't make it th- 30 minutes before peeing again? Dude, I've been drinking beers, water, Drink a lot of water. Oh, that's good. Well, we uh, we were balling earlier today, right? We were playing basketball. Yeah. Okay. And
1: the local uh, LA, LA fitness
0: is. in, uh, what are, we, what are we, like 40 minutes outside of New York? Huff? Yeah, not too far. Not, not a lot of people Home, there. Home Dell. Home mm-hmm. New Jersey. Home of the PNC
1: Bank Arts Center. I saw Sublime really? with Rome in 311.
0: I'm getting old. I don't know who Rome is.
1: <laughs> I don't really know either after even seen them. 311, yeah. <laughs> Omaha's finest. Yeah, they headline. They were great. They gave their uh, drummer like a, I don't know, 11 minute solo, which was interesting.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm tapping on it for three
1: minutes. Yeah, it was a little tough. I'll be honest, I don't know. Maybe he's crushing it. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> he was crushing it, but it's still tough for a drummer to, to hold you for 11 minutes. It was good, though.
0: Um, no, we were balling today. And what do we do? We start out what I said. What are we going to play to? Or are we going to play to 12 by ones and twos? Like, we, nope. like that's what yeah. we normally do. Yeah. Or we play to 16 by ones and twos if there's nobody waiting to play, right? Yeah. Fuck that. We're playing to 24. I say. We're playing the 24 by 2s and 3s. Yes, we are. And by the way, that perfect length, wasn't it? Wasn't pretty, too long. No. And it's pretty well, similar to going to two, 12 by 1s and 2s. It's the same amount of baskets, right. more or less, depending on how many 3s you, you shoot.
1: I mean, to be fair, though, we ended those games pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I don't want to, ever, I don't want to be the guy that ever exaggerates uh, my team's performance, but it, is it fair to say that we got buckets?
1: <laughs> I'd say we got a few buckets, man.
0: Remember the score of the first game? So we go to twenty-four. It approximates a quarter. Pretty much, right? Yeah, pretty much. And mind you, this is nobody's in the fucking gym. It's two on two. These are like high school or college. The second team was definitely college, I'd say. Age. Yeah, yeah. But what was the score of the first game?
1: I believe we won that first game twenty four to two. To what? To two.
0: To two? To two. To two. Do you
1: remember how they scored? Because I'm a little upset about it. I
0: don't remember. it was a fluke. But <laughs> but here's here's the thing. I don't know if you've noticed. Um I I I really, really before the game started, I knew I knew I wasn't gonna miss, okay? <laughs> and I knew that my guy wasn't gonna score. I really wanted to finish twenty four to zero. As a fucking sentimental, yep. it's like nobody sees it, nobody witnesses it, but just to know, you know, he's witnessed it, so at least I can verify it happened. I just wanted to shut motherfuckers out. Can you imagine a quarter at the end of one quarter? It's twenty-four to zero. That'd be, a I don't, you don't see that, you never see yeah, that. It's pretty tough
1: to handicap a team a quarter. I
0: will tell you what, two on two is, if you are, if you can, man, if if. You have good enough man on man defense, you, they're fucked. Because there's no They were they were super lazy.
1: We were hitting shots and they weren't that and miss. what are they doing?
0: And here's the other benefit of going by twos and threes. First of all, that's how the game is played. I d I don't know why we ever went to yeah, ones the, and twos.
1: See the ones and twos things has always bothered me because it's over valuing the three. Yes. And you're all exam- yep. these points. It's it double, twice yes. as valuable. No, no, no. And that's as we've discovered problem.
0: in the last five or ten, or not we, but Finally, people who are in positions of power in the NBA to make personnel and uh, strategy decisions have discovered in the last 10 years, is it's five years at the most, hey, the three-point shot, it's actually a higher efficiency. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you yep. shoot fucking 35% from three-point line, that's over... That's like shooting more than 50% from two. Yep. Point per shot. So when you make that... Into a one by and two, where you make the three pointer twice as valuable. There's no reason to shoot any shot other than a three pointer agreed. when you play by one, unless
1: you get an open line. Yeah. But other than that, agreed. Yep. Yeah, I mean, which which
0: great. is another little beautiful poetic thing to honor the Mamba by going by twos and threes is because mm-hmm. it suddenly those two point shots aren't as ridiculous. Exactly. And That was his game. Yeah. So a lot of pulling up from eighteen feet, a lot of pump fakes and then
1: I wish we were outside I could pour one out
0: oh well can am kidding anyway fuck <laughs> it <in> my hand <laughs> um,
1: twos and threes though I agree 24 is 10 and I, I want that
0: to spread I think there's no reason to play by ones and twos only because it's easier to keep track of I think that's the only reason to remember the yeah, score exactly Th- that's not a good enough reason mm-hmm. there's, an, if, there's enough guys to keep track of the fucking score and play by twos and threes because it's true to the to to the actual scoring of the game and 24 is a perfect number perfect number to go to by twos and threes it's fucking 15 minutes 20 minutes agreed so everybody out there we're gonna start this shit in philly and that um well we play in south philly a lot and by Mm -hmm. the way don't waste your time playing in south philly the competition is shit
1: (laughs) (laughs) unless you're trying to come out and play us
0: we gotta find some. Uh, um, I just want to be the worst guy on the floor. You know what I mean. I want to no, be the do. worst. i are too be...
1: vain for that shit. Well,
0: maybe. But but what I'm saying is like, well, you're right, because I'm so vain that I'm. What I'm saying is that if I'm the worst player on the floor, it's like, fuck it, like fun to watch. <laughs> these like, guys must oh, yeah, be good. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, no, I do. I I don't. No. I, I do. It's always funner to to be outmatched to see, you know, where you're at. How how to. Uh, I don't think it's fucking high schoolers. Yeah, definitely. Well, I do. It's fun. It's kind of fun to just barrel through them. And all they it's like, well, he just went right through us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, uh, remember, uh, Dennis? Ennis. 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 Yeah? No D. No D, no D Ennis. No D Dennis. Oh, no. <laughs> um, no, we played the, uh, played a couple weekends ago. It was weirdly 66 in January. Oh, I remember yeah, that day. I was, si- I was sick, sick as dog, yeah. I was
0: yeah. sick as fuck. I didn't want to do no Georgia flu game, but fuck that. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not worth it in the <laughs> South Philly fucking play- playground. Uh, no, we went and we played, and it was kind of the, uh, the situation where we we're the best players, right? A couple of younger guys, you know, and uh, I don't know. It kind of feels good. To- I was trying some, some, some risky shit, you know. Yeah, you N- stretch. Out. the guy, the guy. You know. What's that? Like, nutmeg the guy. Like, you know? nutmeg the guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, like, you know, all the all the cut. Uh, but, you know, just running, just running, fun stuff. It's fun, but I agree, it's better to, to you know.
0: Ironically, it's the, easy.
1: There's, there's a perfect level though, right? Where you're challenged, but you're not just floating around, not being part of the game. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're not totally outmatched.
0: I'm such a fiend, I paid $100 just to go play against D League tryouts in Houston, Texas. It was fun as fuck. I bet it was. Fun as fuck. Running up and down. I was 28 at the time, so I could actually keep up with those 22 year old.
1: <laughs> God bless you.
0: Don't <laughs> 22 actual you, college how did, athletes. How,
1: how'd you actually play?
0: I was. Um, I focused on defense and just being at the right place on offense as far as spacing is concerned. So I'm like, I'm going to be a spot-up three-point shooter and nobody's going to get around me and I'm going to play good defense. And uh, yeah, that's what I did. I didn't score a point, which is weird. At, that, know, particular, that. Yeah. at that particular thing, I didn't yeah. score a single point. I was 0 for 2. Okay. Great looks at the three-point line. It's like, God damn it, these yeah. are f- supposed to be fucking lands, yeah. yeah. But it's mostly, I was going to do a little story, like a humorous story about like the absurdity of some non-college athlete at age twenty-seven, giving semi-professional. That. Really, like I,
1: Jonathan Simmons, except no, probably. Really? No. Yeah, of course, <laughs> obviously, Jonathan Simmons. Jonathan Simmons is fucking like garbage,
0: man. <laughs> no <laughs> way, dude. I mean, yeah, that's it's worth the did. NBA, but if you saw Jonathan no, Simmons I on know, the I playground, he'd be like, "Fuck, I ain't checking him." <laughs>
1: I'll tell you, he's, he's not worth uh, Markel Fultz.
0: What was his downfall, Jonathan Simmons?
1: Uh, he he was just kind of flashed in the pan. He's he was not a bad player for the Spurs, but that's what
0: Spurs I'm saying because what I see a Big good athlete playing for the Spurs. I'm like, oh fuck, because the Spurs always are ahead of the curve. Any weird, dirty-looking white guy that the Spurs pick, I'm like, okay, this guy's got some weird superpower oh. that only the Spurs <laughs> saw. <laughs> oh, Manu. Oh, Manu's yeah. a fucking. It's like he—if you look at his stats, they're nothing to look at. Yeah. But it doesn't. He's another <laughs> example of a guy like stats can't capture his magic. Not at all. Yeah,
1: agree. So members, like some of the dunks he pulled out out of nowhere. What was go, a Lefty? Go, go past it, so he dude? would yank it,
0: and you wouldn't see it coming because like he was a, a fucking Lefty. Left. Yep. He was a master of like the
1: the just the flush. He never like you know threw down, threw down. He would just flush. Yeah, from. do it.
0: Just get it out. Do it quick.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Quick death. Yeah.
0: Um, and how fucked up is it that they named the Eurostep after him? They got the wrong continent. <laughs> That's a fair point, man. Who's doing so, a Eurostep yeah. from Europe? I don't remember I mean, a motherfucker from Europe you're, you're, ever doing a Eurostep.
1: Eurostep sounds better than Argentinian step. Well,
0: Argy, uh, I don't know the Latin step. Latin step sounds pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, I
1: guess
0: so. But I don't recall a single guy from Europe ever doing a Eurostep, unless Pedro. I Mano was
1: wasn't the first though, right? I don't.
0: Who was doing it before him? It was him and D Wade, really, in my mind. Yeah, Dwayne Wade had it down because he was more athletic, so he could really really kind of change directions quickly and then still get up and sometimes yak it. And his knees went. Yeah. Well, he never had, uh, I think, was it his cartilage or meniscus? He didn't have any mm-hmm. shit between his knees. Yeah. He's so he just d- disappeared in the locker room at halftime with the heat. they just sh- give him an old cortisone shot. Mm-hmm. Get back out there and eat away at your bones a little bit. <laughs> 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 Don't. It's not the jump against the landing.
1: Yeah, sure. uh, That's why I don't jump high. It's like, you don't jump high, hey. Airborne, in the military, those guys have like a set number of jumps that they can make. At a certain point, your legs just break down. It's like a picture. Yeah, essentially.
0: Really? Yeah. So wait, your military background, were you just National Guard?
1: Yeah, I said like a
0: little... I say just You're like...
1: No, no, no. I I mean, that's accurate. I kind of get frustrated with people that like overblow their, you know, particular...
0: uh, You never saw shit?
1: Nah, no, no. Did one deployment uh, to Cutter, very low key SEC four mission, security forces, so gate guards, tower guards, surveillance, uh, something called a QRF, quick reaction force. Basically your uh you know, your I don't want to call a SWAT team, but you're you know, something some shit goes down, you can have somebody ready to react
0: Be there quickly. quick.
1: Exactly. So yeah. mean that means those
0: guys are on call, waiting to... Yep,
1: they're basically just... Like firemen, playing around. cards and... Exactly. No, well, very, very accurate. Watching, uh, you know, illegally downloaded movies that everybody shares with each other.
0: And where's and, uh, Qatar? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: The 57th U.S. state?
1: Eh, I don't know if I called that. Tricky thing about Qatar, uh, the government is technically a friend of ours. Oh, definitely. They're a puppet. They're But... Government, uh, you know, the government doesn't run that country. The oil money runs that country, and the families that have oil are not our friends. So really, yeah, they're they fund terrorism. They don't we sometimes do a little,
0: little little funding with those, you know, those little rebels we call. Them. I don't know
1: about that, um, but no, it's just an interesting dynamic. They want um, there's so much money there. They want the cool stuff out of oh,
0: Western oh, society, the, right? Especially the Saudis too. Oh yeah. Those fucking Saturdays,
1: Bugattis. Wait? Oh, for sure. Fucking... Every time you go out in the city. Dude, Bagattis, don't... Bugattis, Ma- Maseratis. Um, just... And, and the funny thing is, is like... Even the, the structures, like the malls, the restaurants... You can tell what they're going for. But the level of craftsmanship and like quality control... is quite yep. there. It's kitschy. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's just always slightly off. Um... But they want it. They want the cool stuff, right? They want the shiny stuff.
0: Is that a bubble waiting to burst once we find out we don't need to rely just on oil like there's other shit? Kind of like, you know, every time there's an area or a city that... Don't, don't we
1: have a shit ton of oil just up in Alaska? Isn't that a thing, yeah. like, we're sitting on a shit ton well, of oil? Well, hey, you want
0: to put on some tin tinfoil caps here. Um, and it's actually not that crazy. Because uh, if you look at Russia, they, they've believed this and they've utilized this theory. Oil yeah. is not renewable. Is the theory right?
1: Okay, that's the theory.
0: That's yeah. no, no, it, it it sounds ridiculous because I grew up taught that fossil fuels were very unrenewable and we're gonna run out. And I was taught peak oil was gonna occur in two thousand five, and we we're gonna be fucked. Okay. But we keep finding more oil, and the official story is that oil is dead dinosaurs, dead plant matter, dead organic. It's right, like at right. a certain organic point. Organic material. We're gonna run out. Like that. Yeah, yeah. But. The Russians, since the 50s, don't believe that. They believe that oil is renewable, and you can go below 30,000 feet, or what, I forget the exact number. It could be 3,000 feet, or for okay. uh, yeah. zeros. But at a certain depth, um, the official story is that there's you can't get oil. The Russians have been fucking doing that shit. And then we're fracking lately. The level of oil production is increasing, while the consumption of oil is also increasing. And... The, f- the conspiracy theory is that oil companies have created the idea that it's a scarcity. Not, exactly to create scarcity. Exactly. So it's like More valuable. when does I mean it's like the truth will eventually. My question is this: How long does it take for organic matter to turn exactly.
1: into a long, fucking time. a long time? Right. A long time. So you're you know. And we're using it quick, so. No, but here's the and and I feel like the thing is you have to measure. I don't know how possible this is. Can you like predict, or can I wouldn't be a prediction. If can you look back on time and predict how much, or evaluate how much organic matter was deposited at that time, and is it like what's the scale of that? But just think about how
0: much biomass there right. is, right? Sure. Like right now, how much biomass there is, and even if you took every hundred percent of the current biomass, but the biomass is
1: growing. Sure. So it's unsustainable because. We have to wait so long for...
0: That's what the, you know, I I grew up and most people believe. And that's kind of the official narrative. But if you really stop and think about it, like, holy shit, we we should have run out a long time ago. Because they've always been telling us since the 80s, we're quickly running out of oil. And every year it's like, whoa, we found more oil. Whoa, we found more oil. It's like, where the (laughs) fuck is this shit coming from? Because it's not like we're using less of it. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Can't we just make that shit? You're telling me you can dude, put something on the moon, dude, but you can't make you oil can
0: somehow? P- you can literally take hemp seed, and there's probably other seeds you can do this with too, but you can literally take hemp seed, press it, create oil. You press it with that oil. That's a biodiesel that you press from a fucking hemp seed. Then you can take the cu- uh, uh, the kernel, the, mm-hmm. the, the, what the there's a different word for it, but the remaining husk or whatever of the seed, the dried out, pressed of the oil seed, it's cattle feed. Hemp is. You know, I'm not the first. It's, a, it's like a super plant, right? It's a. That's just yeah. the seed. Then you got the yeah. fiber. Yep. And then you got the <laughs> inside. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's almost. If we live in a dystopia, you'd have to make hemp illegal. Oh wait, we we did that already.
1: <laughs> Prohibition's still around.
0: That's true. Oh, Jimmy Butler. Have
1: you ever seen uh, the Culture High? No. Culture has a really good doc on... I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It might be on Netflix. Is it about the weed industry? It's sort of about... Yeah, but it, I, the thing I like about it is it doesn't take, like, a, an outright pro-weed, pro-legalization stance. Uh, what it does is it evaluates the effect that prohibition on weed and just kind of the, the history of it um, has had on our society. So the idea of, like, you know... Why is something illegal? Well, because it's, you know... Why can't you do something because it's illegal? Well, m- what makes it illegal? You know, imagine telling people that alcohol is illegal.
0: Well, we've tried that.
1: Yeah, exactly. we tried it, right? What do people want to do all the time? Like, you know, we're looking at each other like, oh, you're you're sad. All right, let's get fucked up. Or happy. Let's get fucked up. And, you know, looking at each other like, who likes getting fucked up? All right, everybody, let's, you know, make this legal. Um, but just that idea of, like, something's not... Bad because it's illegal, and then uh, obviously the militarization of the police, the change of police force, um, a little bit about like the medicinal purposes and like the idea that it should be criminal to, if there's like a parent out there and their kid is like suffering and this is like a viable option, you're gonna tell them they can't do
0: that. Yeah. Isn't yeah, that cr- isn't
1: that criminal,
0: right? Yeah. I would even go one it's further. A, it's a good. It's a. It's really good. Doc. Yeah. Check culture high. All right. Yep. Yeah. Culture high. Yeah. I even go one further. The idea of because who makes things illegal? Other humans. Yeah. That are also adults. The idea. We're all fucking humans. Nobody has came down from a spaceship with a tablet with the authority to tell other fellow humans... Don't tell the Mormons. ...what okay. they can and cannot do. Or, no, Fair no,
1: enough. No, Mormons, what is it? Oh, no, scienti- Scientologist? At the end of the day, I think they no, all
0: believe something, something to that effect. But the idea of making anything illegal, because you almost have to... Ooh, almost. We're watching basketball on mute. Uh, if, if we, that's why we're distracted here. But my point is... Um, Real quick,
1: while it's on my mind. Yes. Watching the game. Would you trade Joel Embiid for Bam Adebayo? And
0: Jimmy it? Butler, can we get Jimmy back? Uh, yes, no, yes. We can't do it though. Jimmy We're and Adebayo, come on, come on back. It would never back. work. It would no, too. the whole the whole point. No reason is, Jimmy us because we wouldn't pay him. No, the whole
1: point of that is that is that Embiid would go to be with Jimmy. He would love
0: it. But <sighs> I don't want to make the Heat better. And I don't either. want. I don't want Pat Riley to whip Embiid into. But ship.
1: wouldn't you love seeing Bam Adebayo on the Sixers? Yes, and with like, Jimmy Butler and like Tyler Hero or. Uh, I don't know, who's no, that? Who's Jimmy that Butler, right, give, me, give me Jimmy. <laughs> who's the other white dude? Duncan Robinson, shooting like fucking Hey, he's a man of my own
0: heart. That D3 college oh, whitey. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, he transferred up, to man. Michigan, to be fair. He transferred to Michigan. But he started out as a D3 player. He's like my... Dude, my I got recruited guy. to play D3. Think about that. Well,
1: yeah. could have been you, dude. <laughs> could have been, been me. Yeah, yeah. I could
0: be wearing a fucking you. T- look at Hero stealing my haircut for the last 25 years. <laughs> Tyler Hero. I swear to God, where the... When I was wearing that hairstyle, it was not cool. <laughs> now it's coming back. I'd be careful if you if you get that part shaved in there. Then you're a, a white supremacist.
1: Is that? I don't think
0: that's the thing. Or oh, the the, the <laughs> undercut they call it. Yeah. You know those guys with like the like Gordon Hayward.
1: Yeah, he's I remember kinda,
0: that shit. He's kind of got a little. No you, don't. no, you don't. You don't because you got you got the more of the. Uh, It's not that. It's not that. The other could, like, longer on top. It's, like, swept back in that, like, Aryan-Nazi poster way. Oh, sure. Oh,
1: by the way, speaking of Aryans... (laughs) uh, Go on. I I recently went and saw a movie called Jojo Rabbit.
0: Yes. Have you seen it? I've seen the trailer many times, and it looks fucking great.
1: It's maybe the best movie I've seen in the last, like, three four years. It's definitely the funniest, like, laugh out loud. So his imaginary friend is Hitler. Yes, but that took... So I expected that to be... At least, like, you know, the, uh, a, a big part of the movie. It's a fun
0: little side plot.
1: It is. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, let, me, let me hit the highlights. So, number one, the kid they cast is the main character. Spot on. Great. I don't know his name. Uh, you know, don't have it on the, the IMDb here, but kills it. Secondly, Scar jo, so Yeah. Scar yeah. Johansson
0: Yeah.
1: Underrated actress, I think.
0: Everybody no, knows. nobody underrates her. She's great.
1: She's like, like, in this movie, she's like... Dude,
0: Oscar- after... I like great, though. She's,
1: she's fantastic.
0: you heard Lost in translation? Yeah. That's when no, I was, was a, con, that's when I was a believer.
1: I just, you know, I really, oh, she's just, uh, I think about her looks. She's, uh, she's legit. And then, um, one of my favorites, Sam Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. He plays, like, this, uh, Nazi officer that has, uh, sort of fallen from grace. So he's, like, relegated to, like, teaching kids, and he's, you know, uh, like, blind in one eye or something. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, but uh, just a super humorous movie. Laughed out loud a ton. Um, and also pretty heart-wrenching, so.
0: Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Big time. Because it seemed, it seemed like a funny, like, satire, but it's got some more. Big time, yeah. Pathos. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, you got to have it all. Logos, pathos, he's like, ethos.
0: Ethos. Yeah. Logos. I forget what they fucking mean, though. I think logos is logic. Ethos mm-hmm. is what? I don't know. Ethics?
1: It's the basics of uh, persuasive writing. Yeah, yeah that's why right. I
0: learned that shit in rhetoric class.
1: Yeah. Ethos is your, your ethical uh, motivation. Pathos is your emotional, <laughs> emotional, emotional,
0: emotional. I just imagine it being sentimental. That's, Get that out of bio. It's powerful, though, huh? Dude, give me out of Bio. This motherfucker can get up and down the court with well, Simmons.
1: Great, he can do everything. He can pass. I agree. The two of them would be just having. Um, oh, you know what would be fun? We get Bam, and have you ever seen Derrick Jones
0: Jr.? Yeah. That guy's- Wait, guy Who's he play for? Monster.
1: He plays for the Heat.
0: Oh, that's what I saw. Is he the, the uh, dunk contest guy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's-
1: He flies, dude. Yeah. He just catches the ball like five feet away from the rim. But we, 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 we
0: need—we just need a—we need a guy that we're on the pick and roll. That's right, uh, like a Jimmy Butler who guard can guard be like guard. a point guard when you yeah. when seven yeah. yeah. and get buckets and who's a fucking dog. Jimmy Butler is like, you just know, he's he's underrated. Agreed, dude. Agree. He's good. He's perfect for the Heat, though.
1: Yeah. I'm not surprised he went there.
0: I'm not mad. It's ready. a way I can make more money, not pay state income tax, and live in Miami. I'm sorry, Philly. Don't blame him. Yeah. No, no hard feelings. Yes. No hard feelings. But if we trade for that motherfucker, Jimmy, welcome back. Yeah. Because he didn't like not get along and with Philly. He liked it, dude.
1: That game. Do you remember the Hornets game? Yeah, what are you, the step back game winner? He blocks a shot, it's about to go out of bounds. He leaps and saves it behind his back, inbounds, I think, like that, over his shoulder, behind his back, whatever it was. And then pulls up for three, and that's game winner. I was like, it was the first time I felt like we have that dude. We have yeah. that dude. All he's, right. the, he's the
0: adult in the room. Yes, exactly. And the other guys are exactly. like super talented, like kids. Yep. But yep. he was like, all right, yeah. here's how it's done. And he's a man after my own heart because uh, of his falling, his hilarious falling out with Minnesota. (laughs) See,
1: (laughs) oh, he didn't. He didn't like like being around a bunch of fucking children. He's like,
0: fuck these lazy, non-defense playing fucks. (laughs) Fuck this incompetent front office. Fuck Minnesota. Fuck your Minnesota nice (laughs) shit. He comes. He comes into the practice gym. And uh, he's, I... he's fucking pissed. He's like, I'll fucking play the starters <laughs> with the bench and why would I whip your ass? And he did.
1: And I'm not gonna shoot a shot. Yeah,
0: and he did. And then he just called out the GM and like, You gotta get the. F-. then he did that interview with Rachel Nichols that was yeah. probably planned perfectly at the time he had that blow up in practice. He does the interview. And now at this point, you know, Jimmy Butler is like, Does this guy have a problem? Is he a personality issue? You know, cause he. His, his exit from Chicago is not the best, I don't think. No. And so he burned a bridge there, then he fucking yep. <laughs> burned his bridge. And then he comes to Philly, like, and come on. Come on. You are a misunderstood, brash asshole. What do you do? You do what I do. You come to Philly. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. No, we, we loved
1: him, and I think that's why there's been uh, not, not that much vitriol, I don't think.
0: Fuck, you can't um, hate on that guy. With his goofy mushroom haircut. I mean, and his Tyrannosaurus Rex arms. <laughs> I, love, I love a guy that's super athletic. and He's got like the J.J. Redick arms. He's got like his wingspan shorter than his height. But he can still... Do you remember when he was with the Bulls? We are talking about Kirk Heinrich. was finest. Kirk Heinrich kind of would throw an oop to him. And he, yeah. you know, he'd throw a little high. Fucking Jimmy's head was goddamn near above the... Goddamn, you're at the rim. And with his goofy hair, it was, you know, touching the rim. Can't
1: talk about this with,
0: without uh, talking of one of another of
1: Iowa's finest, Fred Hoiberg. He <laughs> loved that motherfucker. He ran him into the ground and he loved him.
0: Did you ever see Fred Hoiberg play? Nah. The, the consummate um, lunch pail, six, you know, people underestimate how athletic some of these Allegedly non-athletic guys are. Uh, like I love G- uh, Yeah, I, I love Jeff Van Gundy's rant about that because he said exactly what I was thinking. Because Mike Green is like, well, Alex Caruso uh, doesn't look the most athletic player. It looks like the kind of guy you'd see at the park. And there's like this weird silence. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can hear Jeff Van Gundy think. I'm like, please say something. like the- I'm thinking, which is because uh, I see. I'm like, that's a fucking athlete.
1: Well, you see him at the park where other NBA players are playing. It's like, <laughs> yeah, Jeff, so then Jeff Van
0: Gunning says, like, what park are you at where there's like six foot five super athletes yeah, with good exactly. vision and yeah. handle, like, where are you, and play hard-nosed defense. It's like, what park are you at? He's not pretty and he's white, so. He, much, this, he, much, he doesn't have hair. He's balding yeah. and he's white. That's yeah. the only thing you could say. But if you just analyze his body and his movement, you're like, that's a fucking Dude, athlete. He,
1: the uh, other night against Sixers had like I think I want to say four steals and maybe three deflections Yeah, and vice versa two, so yeah,
0: yeah he he plays like Heinrich he might be a bigger more athletic Heinrich if he plays a little bit more smarter I, I do think smarter. He's more athletic for sure he is he's a great athlete yeah it's, he's just balding that's it, <laughs> but I argue a lot of the best athletes fucking Basically. bald prematurely. LeBron. MJ isn't bald, the uh, LeBron.
1: Isn't it like counterintuitive? Isn't like high testosterone responsible for? I, I bald think and maybe, Yeah.
0: Is it a thing? I, 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 there's some I kind of um yeah, some kind of testosterone molecule has some fucking when it decays. I mean, and, yeah, look, there's, look no, at the
1: famous bald man, Bruce Willis. Yeah, that guy is. Full of testosterone.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of jealous of these bald motherfuckers. Michael don't. Chiklis? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Played uh, Lieutenant, uh, I don't know what it was. What, what show
0: was he on? I don't know, but it's funny. The guys that go bald, it's like the grass is always greener. Because I look at guys as bald I'm like, what's the big deal? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. There's a lot of cool looking bald guys. Definitely. Shave Especially your head.
1: if you're black, let's be honest. That's
0: true. You, just kind of, you have to have a good shaped head. And that's and, and yeah. probably ninety percent of black guys have good shaped heads, yeah, and true. probably only sixty percent of white guys have good well, shaped heads, I don't like, or maybe even data more
1: behind that. But sure, no,
0: like you could shave your head. Here's the key: you have to have the back of your head not be totally flat. That's true. You go to Eastern Europe, you go to Ukraine, you go to some of these Russia, some of these guys. I'm telling that, you, it's, it's flat as fuck in the back of their head. Wow. And it's like if they fell on their back. Like, they wouldn't even hit the back of their head because their neck would just fucking hit. <laughs> but here's the fucked up thing. You know what cr- they th- creates that flat back of your head? It's not genetic. You ever heard of tummy time? You don't have kids. I don't have kids, but I've, you know, i got a niece. Tummy yep. time? Tummy time, yeah. You got a baby? You want to give them some tummy time. What's tummy time? It's time they spend on their fucking tummies. Stomachs. Makes sense. Right? I guess it, it's probably good for your back. We talk talking about the Superman thing. Yeah. You lay your stomach, you put your hands Overall
1: up. Overall development. Yeah.
0: But most importantly, they're not laying on the back of their fucking heads. Yeah, when it's so so these, soft. Yep. Yeah, these yeah. babies in Eastern European, mm-hmm. <laughs> Eastern Europe with their fucking alcoholic parents just drinking, playing cards all day. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had the kid, yeah. that, the kid in the a crib. Yeah. That yeah. crib just sitting there on their back all day. All right? All day. And then the, your, your head is malleable as a child, it's soft. So your head will be shaped as you lay. So if you're laying on your back as a baby, or first year, you get the flat back of your head.
1: Makes sense. We always uh, joke that to the, the back of my dad's head is like a fucking cliff. It's just a weird. It's flat? It, no, it's like a, I don't know, it's got a ridge to it. Almost. OK, like right here? Yeah, a little yep. bit. And we always joke because my grandmother would, you know, old school parenting he was misbehaving kind of grab his hair you know give us attention so that we always joke
0: They pulled his it throat. pulled his
1: you
0: know it his but, uh, yeah. there's a joke from the area I come from it's the anti it's a Norwegian joke people make fun of Norwegians Now I didn't even know this was true it's probably a made up stereotype Norwegians have flat foreheads I don't know it's probably not true but they made it up because yeah, it, sure. to, to explain this Norwegians also often say oofta. Even like to, to this day, like. Oofta. Da. Oofta, like oofta. Like oof, It's a like, so Norwegian. Okay. Like a Norwegian American thing. I'm not saying Norway and Norwegian. I'm saying right. like motherfuckers living in Iowa and Norway. Okay. To this day, will we might we say oofta. don't have oof, many
1: of those around here. So. You know,
0: you got a bunch of Italians, Jews, and Irish. God bless you. Catholics, my people. Catholics, yeah. Some Polish fucks, too. Yep. But the joke was the reason Norwegians foreheads are flat was because they always go "ufta." They hit the back. They hit their, <laughs> they hit their fucking forehead. They say "flat out." No?
1: Yeah.
0: But forty percent of Norway's population moved out of the country. And I don't remember the exact years. And it was a short time period in the mid to late eighteen hundreds. Like just forty percent of the country got the fuck out of Dodge. And I'm really curious. Why?
1: There's no explanation?
0: There probably is. There's probably different theories. That I can't find, like, a mm. good... I think the most conventional one is that, you know, just... There was not a lot of resources and a lot of kids and a lot of people. And it's like, well... And then there's like, free land in the, in the U.S. You know, Norwegians, gotta bless them. They're not like the filthy English. You know, they weren't running <laughs> They weren't they were, they were running around killing motherfuckers and calling they're just minding their own business up there doing weird shit. Who yeah, knows what that's they were fair. Doing. So they waited till we till the English exterminated the Native Americans and did the whole slavery bit. People, yeah. forget, people forget that. A lot of these whiteies that came in, they came in the eighteen eighties. After all that. After all that they shit. They waited for other people to commit yes. atrocities. They weren't even aware it was happening. Yeah, sure. They're just sitting there <laughs> in their little igloo, you know, eating fucking pickled herring. Planting tulips and shit. God, who the fuck knows what they were doing?
1: Am I in the wrong region?
0: Norway? Be. Yeah, that's, that's Netherlands, Netherlands. Dutch. What? That's the Dutch motherfuckers that that's made like up the up, joke. More up there, right? No, Netherlands is south. That's right across the English Channel, basically. It's just north of France, basically. That's
1: what I'm saying. It's north of England, you know.
0: Yeah. I But it's, like it's not as north as Scandinavia. I think it's south of England. Really? Barely. Totally yeah. Different. it's, it's, it's oh, I guess that makes sense. Because London yeah, is yeah. on the south side, um, but it's I think it's cloudy as fuck there. But you know, the Irish got the fuck out of Dodge in you know, a huge amount of numbers at around the same time period, but it was because of the potato famine. They were fucking starving to death. They yeah. didn't the fuck. But normally it's like, what the fuck? How bored were they? <laughs> just yeah. Four out of ten people, like literally, at a time when there's no like social media, there's no like plane. You're gonna fly.
1: Just wanna we'll mix it up a little bit, cause uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, this isn't like an eight-hour plane ride where you're drinking a fucking gin and tonic on the way there. You're getting a ship. Yeah. Dealing what's with scurvy. The, what's,
1: what's the mortality rate at that t- at that point? Twenty percent. Of we... cro-
0: when you're crossing? Yeah. No, no. Higher? No, they had it, they had it down they by the late down. 1800s. They they had. Yeah, sh- yeah, It was a pain in the ass, but yeah. you weren't fucking dropping dead like you were in the pirate like in the 1500s, 1600s. Was, 1600s. When was like the Oregon
1: Trail shit? Was that late 1800s? Yeah, once you
0: got to land, that was fucked up. That was I don't know. That was probably 18. It feels like it was before the Civil War, but I don't know. Well,
1: Gold Rush was 49, right? Yep. So
0: yeah but I don't know where I the Oregon Trail found. I don't know There's a lot of shit I don't know about But Other than like the Dahmer party That's yeah. Those mountains man Because you were better off You saw there was a scene in Gangs in New York Where she's like Telling about traveling To San Francisco And she's showing a map She's like Well we're going to go to San Francisco We're going to get on a ship We're going to travel all the way She's like Charting Down to South America Down S- Argentina Or down Damn near to Antarctica To get around South America To come back up to get to San Francisco, that was easier. Yes, (laughs) that was easier than taking a fucking wagon and shit, going across. Um, So this would have been like 18, this was during the Civil War that that takes place. It would be the 1860s. By the 1880s, the railroads were in place. And that, the 1880s must have been an interesting time period. Because as the internet was in the 90s, Yeah. Railroads were the, it revolutionized everything.
1: Exponential growth of technology, yep. right?
0: The area I'm from, like Northwest Iowa, and that region in general, all those towns propped up in those years. They all before 1870 there was fucking nobody there. Native Americans. That was it. A few settlers, fur trappers, and weirdos. It wasn't until the railroads came through that you have little stops. Towns would start because there's no reason to fucking live that far away from water. Yeah. What are you, crazy? What are you, a fucking... If unless you're Lakota Sioux or you're fucking traveling with Buffalo.
1: (laughs) What a way to live. I sometimes wonder if we're better off living more, uh, you know, kind of sectioned-off tribal lifestyles. Are humans more naturally comfortable and happy in smaller
0: groups? I think so. I think the... uh, Somebody did a... uh, They had a theory that the optimum number is 200.
1: 200 for, like, a community, in yep. other
0: words. Yep. Like a self-sustaining community. Yep, 200 is, like, the optimum number. And I thought about that. That's exactly the number of people that were in my high school. And I, when I think about it, it would be all four classes.
1: Okay. 200 is, wow.
0: is just enough that you get at least one of every archetype.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: There's probably a good know, number. You know, archetype is a slippery thing to define, but there might be five to ten archetypes. And you know, there's there's the, pick an archetype: the super engineer, left brained, mechanical genius; sure. the fucking dumb as fuck, learning disability; the hyper creative musical savant; the and you know, every, most most of us are just normal fucks who yeah. have different personality types. Two hundred those, just enough. That you get pretty much everybody.
1: We'll dabble of uh yep.
0: a little bit of everything. It's not a big talent pool though, is the only thing. Mm-hmm. So you get a, you get a, every type of person, but you know, you probably have to have a talent pool of what would you say? A million before you get like you know what I mean? Like Like
1: you, a, a famous person.
0: Yeah, some the, or somebody that's a that that, yeah.
1: is, is a master or yep. whatever that thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: is. <clears throat> I don't know about a million.
0: Yeah, I'm millions saying, a lot.
1: You know, maybe yeah, five six. Well, it depends on yeah. It also depends five, what you ten mean. Thousand.
0: But like a Kobe Bryant to get back to that, like yeah. you couldn't have him in a talent pool of a million. You'd have to have a talent pool of however many people play basketball in the world. His time was probably what a billion, sure. maybe
1: one billion at the most. He's uh. So I'm kind of stealing this from the, uh, the BS podcast, but they talk about being one of one. Are he wasn't like, one of one. No. 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 Well, you could argue that he was the closest thing to MJ. He was the closest sti- thing to. Stylization, right?
0: He, he was an a MJ acolyte. And I don't want to speak ill of the dead I, at all, but to, to, to analyze him as a basketball player.
1: So you think because of MJ, you wouldn't view Kobe as a one
0: of one? No, not, not even close. Interesting. He was like Greta Van Fleet to Michael Jordan's Led Zeppelin. And he would admit that to himself. He mimicked MJ down to the way he talked and walked. He probably willed his body to get to a similar height. He, he was. There's he, very little evidence to the contrary. Like, that's, I mean... Even that pivot move we talk about, that he's going to go down as his move, that's MJ did that. But MJ probably didn't conceptualize it. He just fucking did it.
1: Right. He's right. a
0: genius. Yeah, he's true. And Kobe's more of like a nerd, like a super, like, I'm going to fucking sit down and... Cr- he's a craftsman. He's yeah. a, he, he would refer to the game as a craft. <clears throat> and uh, he was MJ. And that's that's the reason that guys like me was never a Kobe hater at all. I've always maintained that LeBron was a better basketball player, and that's, to me, not debatable. It's never been debatable. Totally that, um, i that. And because I grew up with MJ, and I, you know, it sounds retarded to, like, compare. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, a lot of us, just as kids, whether you became a super successful NBA athlete or you're just a normal guy there was things that MJ did that you would look at and study especially his footwork and emulate and the motherfucker was so cool that you couldn't help but to want to also maybe talk like him sure if you're black I'm sure it's easier you know you don't be a white guy trying, <laughs> trying to talk but you know what I mean he was so cool yeah definitely things would take for granted having baggy shorts yeah nobody do that before Jordan yeah. Just little things like that. Short socks.
1: Short little thing. Like the the idea of like being a, I think trendsetter is kind of a weak term, but like, you know, we talk cultural about icon.
0: AI yeah, definitely, definitely. Kobe certainly. The idea is
1: like none of those people plan it. That's what's amazing yeah, about just, it. They're just they're, being they're themselves they were yep. and they're so good at what they do that it becomes a trend because they set it. Yeah, AI was a one on one. Definitely.
0: Well. Uh, yeah, he's a one on one. There's nobody basketball wise. There was nobody like AI yeah. Nobody Nobody that ridiculously athletic p c he was fucking jumping over guys on offensive rebounds and dunking it That's <laughs> a little less guy
1: We talk about the current day NBA with like this uh, Do you see this, this story that came out a couple uh, Maybe like two months ago Where the NBA is being stricter about You know recording the actual heights of players You saw the story? Yeah, yeah AI couldn't have been more than 5'10 Yeah couldn't I? Mean, I would put him 5, at 5'10", 5, 10. 5, 10, 5,
0: Yeah. My ex would see him often at the casino. That's like,
1: my size. That's me playing in the NBA. Yep.
0: That is absolutely insane. no. He's shorter than you. My ex would see him at the casino often, like just standing at the bar. And one thing she noted was like, "Wow, I couldn't believe how short he was."
1: Yeah. Is there any other NBA player on earth that you would say that about? Probably he, no, not.
0: But, besides, like Muggsy. But here is the caveat: height is overrated. Height is measuring how. F- Far off the ground, the top of your head is. That's what height measures. Right. Who gives a fuck on top? Yeah. Unless you're a quarterback and how, you need vision. How high can you get the top of your head is the end? Is no. The actual... Who gives a fuck about your head? Well, your arm. Because this isn't arms. soccer, right? We're not right. heading the ball.
1: Yeah.
0: It's your arm length. Um, if you have a short neck, for example, that's an advantage because it means your shoulders are higher relative to your height. Jerry Krause, the, you know, the GM for the Bulls, that was one of his things. Short necks, um, or maybe it's somebody else. I think, but there's a GM or a scout who's okay. a famous. Really, no, it's the Rockets. Moorey, Darren Moorey, yeah. What they, you know, D. look D. for? DJ Tucker, exactly. Short short he looks for short necks because he knows that they're they're taller than what their height is. Like they're standing. If you have long it's arms, hard to have
1: long arms. Yeah,
0: I mean for an average guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. His wingspan is probably 6'9", 6'10 and he's six five. Okay, look at me. I'm kind of a normal guy. I'm tall, but I'm you know for a normal. Boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm six foot four, and I got a six seven wingspan. Okay, so I got kind of long arms, but 6'7", seven for I'm six, set. it's only yeah. three yeah. inches. It's over. not freakish. Yeah, it's not freakish. all. Yeah. 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 it's um, probably normal, uh, but for like a lot of these NBA players, Jimmy Butler excluded, JJ Redick excluded, <laughs> some guys. <are laughs> <sorry>. Luke Longley <laughs> the, was the he t-rexes. had little, yeah, the T Rex arms, but most of these guys have long reaches and. I, I would argue that if uh, two guys have the identical standing reach, but one guy has the standing reach at 6'4", and the other guy has the same standing reach at 6' foot even, the guy at 6' foot even has an advantage. Why? Because when he puts his arms this way, horizontally, right? Makes sense. Most basketballs is horizontal reach. Whether you're going for a loose ball, yeah. whether you're going for a steal, whether you're dribbling the ball and you need to get it away from that defender, right? That's why J.J. Reddick...
1: Exaggeration on uh, crossovers.
0: Yeah. You need to get the ball away from that motherfucker. That's why guys like J.J. Reddick can't handle it. Because even if they go with the widest possible crossover, it's like this. It's So your reach is more important than your height. And then hand size is also apparently important quarterback scouts have figured this out years ago that's one of the things they measure is from your thumb to your pinky which basketball does not do yet they should really no they'll measure from your wrist to the tip of your middle finger but what's more important is your thumb to your pinky it shows how you can control the ball
1: right
0: apparently the nfl football is bigger than the college football yes it's weird that's a little bit that's really weird Is the, Imagine if the NBA Had a different size ball Than everybody else It'd be weird
1: Is the WNBA ball The yeah, I believe it's a, women's. And a half I think it's a it women's is women's ball
0: Yeah I, I believe so I was
1: the other day Because I it, feel like It shouldn't
0: be Right? No a, it, They call it a women's ball So like That If it, we're going to call it a women's ball It should be the women's ball For all levels of women If we're going to call okay. it the men's ball It should be the men's ball For all levels When I was coming up In my area We used a women's ball Yes In 7th okay. and 8th Up
1: until 8th yeah, grade point. Yeah
0: which really isn't good because you're practicing with a fucking women's ball. If I could do it all over again, I wouldn't have fucked with a women's ball at all. In junior high, I would have fucked with a men's ball only. And I would have sacrificed having shitty stats or not doing <laughs> as well in junior high. Because who gives a fuck about junior high? Keep practicing the men's ball. But, and then, some guys hit puberty a little young, you know? Yeah. I was one of them. I, you know, me and... Uh, <laughs> How old were you? Uh, in eighth grade. Like six? Came out just... With my fucking beard and shit. <laughs> I probably I, probably, uh, I probably hit puberty when I was like 12 or 13. Probably, you know, okay. normal, but maybe yeah. a little young. Gotcha. But there's a guy on my team on junior high. He's a homeschooled kid. Okay. His, his Jason Ferry. Shout out, Jason Ferry.
1: Jason Ferry. It's good
0: basketball name, like Danny Ferry. But we bro- he, his mom was 6'5". Oh. Okay. And his dad was also 6'5". Oh. Brother 6'8, so little so brother tall. Jason little. Ferry. So when we were in eighth grade, we st- at the beginning of the season, we were both about five eleven. Okay. And then by the end of the by the spring, when we did tournament season, we were about six one, six two. And we were both um, getting close to dunking with a women's ball. Because we're playing remember, we're in eighth grade. My right. point is you can't have fucking six foot two guys who are trying to dunk in warm ups playing with a women's ball. It's like grow the fuck up. Play with a men's ball. Eighth grade is old enough to play, seventh grade is old enough to play with the fucking men's ball. Fair enough.
1: Um...
0: And that's where we just met. What do the
1: Europeans do, I wonder?
0: They do it probably the smart way. Those <laughs> filthy, it's those filthy... metric system? Those fucking metric system. <laughs> Fuck oh, I want to convert from <laughs> centimeters to meters. Why? Why would you want to convert within the same system? <laughs> just go... I up. can remove a zero. Congratulations. <laughs> one, remove a zero. 1.7
1: versus 17. Ah, we
0: made measurements to measure reality, man. You gotta have, this is a perfect measurement? Like, okay, how do you measure height in, in fucking metric system? You either gotta be like one point something or you gotta be like a hundred of something. It's stupid. I wanna be in six of something. That's like, comprehensible. Yeah, that's fair. Go piss. <coughs> Third time. Yeah. Alright. Well, our sound's gonna be shit here, but apologize to all you listeners out there with the shitty sound but whatever one thing I did want to mention before you get the fuck out of here um some of these there's always a backlash of course there's always edge every
1: every, every side has to be represented
0: no, like, oh fuck but I'm saying like did you see Ari Shaffir's Tweet. I did. It's like, and I am a big proponent of you need to have humor to deal with. You can make jokes about anything. Agreed. Anything, because because that's that. how some people cope. Yeah. But I'm saying, where the fuck is the joke? Agreed. Nothing's funny there. No. Nothing's funny. No. It's all you just, just trying to be a. Fa- it's it, it it doesn't seem like it's come from a good place. And also. The timing, if you are such a fucking advocate of this alleged rape victim, where the were you a week ago, like two weeks ago? And maybe he was saying, or people like that were saying shit earlier, and, and uh, I'm mistaken, and whatever. But I'm saying, why would you choose that point? And if you're going to, bring the fucking funny. I mean, there's funny jokes to be made. What well, funny joke I saw was a play on words. You know, it's like something like Kobe. You know, that's we said you need to focus on passing. That's not the fucking pass we were talking about. Yes, yeah, you know. So, uh, but see, that's a joke, and it comes from a point of view of being sad about it. Yes, that's a stupid play on words. It's a pun, but you can,
1: yeah.
0: you can make jokes about anything.
1: Yeah,
0: agreed. And you're just gonna be- So, a rich and powerful athlete gets accused of rape by somebody who decides to drop the charges and not testify in exchange for $2.5 million and your bullshit detector doesn't go off? Yeah, and the settle out
1: of court thing, like, you can't give any more credence to, okay, well, he probably did, that's why he settled out of court to... No. It's 50-50. She didn't.
0: She decided not to testify because she didn't want to commit perjury. Possibly. No, totally. The deal was... Hey, Kobe... But all I'm saying is it's 50-50,
1: right? So it's fi- there's 50% likelihood that she was just looking for a dollar as it was
0: like he raped her. I don't think it's 50-50. Think. It's not 50-50. went
1: to court, and you can't, you can't... It's not
0: 50-50. It, there's no way... Come on, think about it. I just... These guys are so constantly targeted with this shit that when they go into rookie training, they are like taught. Like, listen, there are women out there that are preying on you. Yeah. You wear that condom, you keep that condom. You fuck a girl... You put a condom on and you keep that condom because you don't let her touch that. They, there was a woman who tried to extort Derrick Rose for a bunch of money, yeah. but she never went to jail or got fined for extortion. They just found Derrick Rose not guilty. This happens all the time where rich, powerful men, especially, let's, I don't know, let's not get racial, but it's easier to target black men with accusations of rape. We know this historically. Seems has, be, it has seems to mother- be the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. These motherfuckers talk about, oh, To Kill a Mockingbird is such a, a, a great book and play. And it is, but you're not listening to the fucking point. This is the central point of To Kill a Mockingbird. You don't believe a woman claiming rape just because she claims it's rape, that there might be shit going on, and that motherfucker didn't have a bunch of money to pay her off. Sometimes women will lie about having sex with a black man.
1: I mean, it's the fucking Emmett Till story.
0: Yes, thank you. And I don't want to get all fucking woke up in here because it's late and I'm tired. (laughs) But it's like... Because these are the same type of people that maybe, you know, have legitimate criticisms of some of the overreaching in the Me Too movement. And yet they don't see... It's almost, and I hate to say it, you almost have to be biased racially to think that way. Given all the evidence, she refused to testify... It dropped the criminal charges. Here's the thing, ladies. If you ever do get raped, God forbid you never do, or get assaulted, always press criminal charges because rapists and sexual assaulters don't do it one time. They don't. It's fact. Yes. It's, it, it's, there's something fucked up in them, and they'll do it again and again and again. And if you don't press criminal charges, what you're doing is you're putting future women at risk for that. And I do think, like, you can
1: argue the effectiveness of the efforts that we've made, but, like, we are at least trying to create uh, an environment where people feel more comfortable
0: to do that. To do what? To come out? To come
1: out and say something, yeah. Which is
0: important. There's no reason to not feel comfortable. Every time a woman comes out with accusations, she's immediately extolled as a hero. Nobody nobody fucking ever... And they shouldn't. You know, nobody's first instinct should be like, you're a fucking liar, right? Right, right. I agree. So they don't have to worry about that. I don't think most people do that. I think most people do the opposite. We assume guilt in that one crime. Most crimes, you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. And I don't want to, you know, Kobe made a mistake there. That was fucked up, what he did. But it wasn't rape. It was not rape. It was, (laughs) it was infidelity
1: for sure.
0: Yeah. And he took certain liberties because he did choke her, which, and this is a weird thing to talk about, it's, a, it's weird, we're walking on a tightrope here, because uh-huh. I'm a pretty vanilla guy, let's say, okay. <laughs> sexually, Okay. so there's a lot of fetishes I don't understand, Okay. okay. especially the feet fetish. Yeah, I agree. But, but, but a common uh, fetish for, for women and for men apparently is choking. Yeah. A lot of women like to be choked well, and. It
1: limits the uh, oxygen. in guess. the brain and somehow sure. that stimulates. I stimulated. guess the ero-
0: that's the autoerotic thing. Asphyxiation, asphyxiation yeah, David thing. Carradine died. Yeah, yeah. Poor bastard. Poor bastard. Who, who ratted out, out on him? Can't just keep that shit a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, guess otherwise it would be suicide no you're right yeah. you gotta poor man <laughs> yeah but Kobe uh, he did best, he one put of the
1: monologues in movie history I think Kill Bill volume 2 the Superman monologue he talks about the beauty of Superman is that so Superman who he is is Superman right his alter ego is Clark Kent yeah whereas yeah. every other superhero they are who they are and their alter ego is the superhero and, and Clark Kent is Superman's critique on humanity. He's weak and timid and has glasses and works for a goddamn. he got some faggot favorite.
0: job like a he's journalist.
1: Always, <laughs> he's always yeah, yeah, Exactly. He's always running away when when danger strikes and to reemerge from the telephone booth as Superman. His pure form is the best form. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah.
0: And God bless Lois Lane for not falling for the dumb fuck. Right? <laughs> She wants that Superman dick. She doesn't want fucking...
1: My question is, what's the modern equivalent to the telephone booth? Where does he have to go? Like a, a Wawa bathroom to switch to put the cape on? Or The
0: obvious answer is car wash. Car wash? Yeah. That's interesting. You get a car? You get in a fucking car wash? No one sees you when you're in a car wash. The NSA probably can't even track you in a goddamn car wash. Dude, I don't know. I
1: feel like some of those car washes
0: take a while. Yeah. Take Do a you minute. got more time? Well, I guess you got you you to get there, man. Whatever. whatever. It's all
1: times time is the essence there.
0: Well, maybe. You go anyway. In, no, you go into a fucking. Uh, I tell you what, you go into a, a, a Heights. town, ta- what, what? I don't know what town that is. You go to one of these North Jersey strip clubs. <laughs> and you have change your clothes and a in a blow job unless it's fucking five minutes. I <laughs> so he would not even finish his fucking Miller Lite. He, he's out of there.
1: Um, I mean, I feel like we all go into a strip club as Clark Kent and come out as Superman. No, <laughs> no, no. It's totally out. the opposite. You go in as
0: Superman. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a good day. Come out as Clark Kent. Your testicles are empty. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen in strip clubs. No sex in the champagne room. Remember that? Remember the Chris Rock? Uh, There's a bit in the hall. Never seen stuff. it.
1: Never seen it. From the, think, I'm, I'm familiar with the champagne that would be room a, concept, but. Uh, no sex
0: in the champagne room. It's a parody of... Remember Sunscreen? Ladies and gentlemen of the class of 1999, wear sunscreen. And then it's just a long track of him giving like life advice. No. You don't remember this song? It's no. like from 99.
1: No.
0: Live in New York City, but move before it makes you too hard. <laughs> Live in North Cal- California, but move before it makes you too soft. Wear sunscreen. You don't remember that song? No. Oh no, so they want to appreciate the parody. Okay. All right. Uh, but who's... Okay. Who's winning the champions? championship this year and I think NBA
1: championship? I think we
0: know who's winning the finals given uh, so what we I just had, talked about.
1: But I had a thought even before uh, the news about Kobe came out I had this just this thought are we forgetting are we doing this classic we do it year after year we just forget about LeBron we take him for granted and we forget that in the playoffs that dude is just going to win you games In a lot of games By himself He's got He's got a good team Like they're
0: They're ridiculous They're fucking um, Defense I've never seen anything like it They're ridiculous Okay And well LeBron Yes we are He's underappreciated Right now He was underappreciated Last year Pick a time period He has been perennially Underappreciated He's so good That we can't conjure the level of appreciation yeah. that is necessary.
1: This dude should have, like, seven MVPs
0: by this point. If, a, we're,
1: if we're being honest about who the most valuable players.
0: If that... I'm going to say it out loud, because you say shit out loud, it doesn't happen. It's shit you don't expect, like Kobe dying in a fucking helicopter accident that, you know, happens, right? So, so knock on wood, whatever. If LeBron James died in a helicopter accident tomorrow, or pick a different way, um... We would appreciate it. We would have to sit back and we'd analyze it. Sure. We would analyze the block. And the thing that's most um, beautiful about LeBron's narrative is that, and I don't know why they didn't pick up this narrative against Golden State. Because they made Golden State the underdog and him the overdog. But really, if you look at his background, this guy had didn't have a father, didn't know his father. Uh, this guy had a, a mother that was basically his big sister, given how young she was when she had him. He wa- They were sleeping on couches for like the first eight years. He was moving from place to place. He was a cliche poster child of the guy that's going to have problems. That's not going to succeed. Now.
1: You look at, they talk about uh, risk factors, right? Mm-hmm. If you have, check, 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 check. check, check. check. His his probability is that he's in prison by his own. Yes.
0: Exactly. Now, and then you couple that with the amount of attention and spotlight he was under at the age of 17, really. 16, he was on the radar for scouts. He was actually a weirdly kind of a late bloomer. He wasn't big in freshman or sophomore year. I played AAU in the summer of 2000. He wasn't on the radar. It was Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony. It wasn't until the summer of 2001 that he started beating the shit out of like the best players in the country. I think that was the summer between his sophomore and junior year. So by his junior year, it was like, what the fuck? Like this guy. Then he was on the cover sports. So he's under the spotlight. He didn't have a dad Period. Let alone a dad who made his living shooting three-pointers at an NBA level who could take him and show him how to shoot a ball correctly. Show him the foot, Show him what it takes. Bring him to an NBA locker room. Show him how to navigate that world socially, business. He had nothing. Nothing. All he had were temptations. No guidance. Nothing but temptations. What does this guy do? Does he wilt under pressure? Does he not live up to the hype? This fucker lives, not only lives up to the hype, he somehow, against the most wildest expectations, surpasses the hype. Agreed. This guy... Seven MVPs, man. Six or seven. This guy comes from an area of the country, the Rust Belt, that has been gutted out economically in the last 30 years. He's representing a, a place that... Classic underdog. Classic underdog, and he's playing a team with these two Guys these light-skinned brothers. That's another component Which <laughs> we, we guys that look like us really don't give a shit about but let's be real These are two white guys with black dads. I don't know how that works <laughs> <laughs> Clay Thompson. Have you ever seen
1: Blake, have you ever seen Blake Griffin's parents?
0: Yeah, they're like extreme <laughs> <laughs> <That's> like
1: <laughs> It's a fun pair. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: fun and um, Blake Griffin is the future. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. That guy looks like a monster. I think we're gonna. Well, <laughs> he's funny though. No, he's there. great. I, I, it's a, it's a shame he hasn't held up physically. But he's no, he's, he's great. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, so but uh, but but but, but but Clay Thompson and, and and Steph Curry. I don't want to vilify. They're great. I love them. I love their games. And, and you know, you don't choose who you're. Bo- I'm not gonna hold yeah. you against because you have a, a great face. That's per- good for you. But my point is, these guys had every advantage. And they were seen as the underdog, and they represent a city that. I don't think they're always seen as the underdog. At that time, they were. Oh, you forget! You forget what? the no. upstart warriors coming up. Yeah, but the okay, underdog because so they're little.
1: That, yeah, but every team's the underdog for a year or two.
0: No, but it was beyond that. It was the physicality of Steph. It was.
1: How? Be, how here's my point. Because he was how, so small. No, yeah, yeah that's He's
0: the that, underdog He's the guy why, that little what, guys Can relate well, let's to let's
1: talk about The Minnesota Timberwolves Wait, wait, I want to finish this Two point guards Before fucking I, Steph Curry Nobody
0: saw Steph Curry coming I know okay. I was wrong Hey, everybody can In retrospect say What the fuck were the Timberwolves And they are Johnny incompetent Furn. Hey You saw Johnny Flint at Syracuse Floyd. You yeah. saw that windmill dunk f- Yeah 5'10 motherfucker At this point we didn't know I thought, you know At that time it was conceivable You could have a, <laughs> a point guard That could just get in the lane And Yak on people, you're like, what?
1: you don't even sure. have to shoot
0: from the outside. Sounds, Let me finish this, nice. this narrative here. Who did Kelly Thompson and uh, Steph Curry play for? The Golden State Warriors, which represents what part of the country? A part of the country that the last 15 years has been built on fucking an influx of software money. They're pricing people out. This is the come up, and you got LeBron James, the guy. The dark-skinned brother with no father in the bad, the the economically ravaged part of the country, got these light-skinned brothers here who have the rich, beyond having a dad to teach you how to shoot, they're fucking millionaires growing up. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, if you want to make a narrative, underdog, overdog, this motherfucker come from Akron, leading the Cavaliers. (laughs) He's leading fucking Kevin Love, who cannot protect a fucking, Come on, Kevin. God bless Kevin Love. He's a nice player, dude. He's a good player, right? Dude, I, I, I was,
1: yeah, I, but here's the thing: you're not accounting for, which is, as Dave Chappelle said, Draymond Green is the blackest shit ever. The <laughs> it balances name. out, dude. It is the blackest ever. But no, he's you know they're not. Don't don't make them out. I mean, you're kind of exaggerating. Mm-hmm. A bit. I get what you're
0: saying. Everything I'm saying I'm is true. What I get what we're saying. But Go what like I'm it. saying, this is a layup a narrative that no journalist, no reporter, no TV show, nobody framed it that way. It's a layup. It's so obvious. Yeah. Well, but because, because he's a because he's so good. He's a big black guy too. Well, let's be so real. Good.
1: Because you can't make Hey, I'm Freestell
0: is in. We're gonna be talking race no, 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 shit. No, 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 he's no. a big black guy Why he doesn't like big black guys who are also very smart and talented and can beat the fuck out of or him.
1: Or it's more simple, and it's simply that. LeBron is so good that any narrative where he is the underdog is sort of ridiculous in, in thought. Okay, replace
0: him with Larry Bird, who, who I love, Larry Legend. Okay, one of my favorite players of all time. Similar to LeBron James, you put Larry Legend in that same position every time. Oh, the no, underdog, no, no, no.
1: Larry. I give. I, no, no, no. They're, yeah, they're,
0: yeah. Totally. Um, if, if
1: don't, if, if you're looking at me, you're, you don't think I love Larry Bird. Even being a Sixers fan... you don't I'm saying if Larry Bird,
0: Bird played for the Indiana Pacers... Yes. And he led the Pacers... Yes. And he's coming from a poor rural area, French Lick, with yep. a dad that committed yep. suicide. He didn't have a dad after his, about 19. We'd be obviously yeah. like, Larry Bird is the underdog. And he's a white... Because he's we, white. We would Kind of. If not it's,
1: no, it's, not it's, only because he's white. It's funny that he's white. LeBron's on a different tier
0: than Larry. <coughs> They're similar, he man. He can't
1: be the underdog. He's too
0: good. Do oh, you underestimate Larry Bird? Larry Bird did not have the longevity of LeBron because his body, he was just not...
1: You're just making my case for me. You're telling me, Larry... I'm not...
0: Larry Bird Larry was... Larry Bird's great.
1: But Larry Bird is clearly on a different tier. i put magic on it. He, they're, they're 1B, whatever you want to call it. They're 1B. But Michael and fucking LeBron are tier 1A. There's no argument to be made other than that. And maybe you could maybe argue
0: Wilt's... Maybe no, argue about like average fifty a game. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Will Chamberlain would be super Giannis if he played. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, dude, he would average. He's,
1: he's almost. It's. It's. I can't believe what I'm saying, but like the guy that fucking scored 100 points in a game is somehow underrated. Yeah, no, he totally is. Yeah, it's weird. It's. D- oh, he played against short white guys. He's also a freak of nature. No, he, he also could, played against could Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He could get up the court. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. And he Kareem blocked
0: his high. He, he blocked <laughs> his sky hook. It's, there's a clip on YouTube. You can see it. He blocks Kareem's skyhook from the left, from the right block. He, Kareem gets the rebound off the block, and then he goes to the middle and does a fucking skyhook. Fucking Wilt blocks two Kareem skyhooks in a row. Most End of story.
1: Unstoppable. Yeah, it's on the, it's the, the edge one edge.
0: move that nobody can. And Kareem w- must have been like, "What? Yeah, what?" Should've because he was, he, was he was older than Kareem. Yeah. Kareem, uh, Wilt once averaged over 48 minutes.
1: What a beautiful time for okay. Bay basketball with all those big men. You get Russell into Wilt into fucking.
0: Bill Russell can't make
1: the Kareem. league nowadays. No, no, you're right. Into Maybe Tony into Akeem, Allen. Into Akeem, David Robinson even. And then Duncan really was the last one.
0: It's more evidence that uh, there's something going on than the hormone shit because there's not big guys anymore. <laughs> really, like
1: no, there's big guys. So the problem is, there. I think their limit. Like the game is. There's no way to break it down other than it's about efficiency. But all the NBA no, is a perfect capitalist market, right? Because. It, or maybe not a capitalist market, but... No, it is. It's a, a free it, it's market. A it's a free market, right? And so it, the, It's pretty close. But there's some things that are... So the, the strategies that win the most end up over time being the most common. And the strategy that's winning and is statistically the best is three-point shooting. That's traditionally guards. And the, the smaller guys are better at it.
0: But at the end of the day, the goal is to be entertaining. And winning is a means to an end. Winning is entertaining. No, the
1: goal is to make money.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it can only make money by being entertaining.
1: But you're going to make more money if you win times. Yeah,
0: so it's like, I'm saying, winning comes first. Winning leads to entertainment. Entertainment leads to money. But at the end of the day, it's entertainment. Now, here's the thing. Sometimes the rules of the game will make it such that to win, the smart way to win is somehow less entertaining. That's what they're grappling with right now in the NBA because their ratings are down, allegedly, because they're streaming shit. Right. But the NBA right now is grappling with the fact that the ratings are down. And s- theories floating around are that the average viewer doesn't like to see a three-point contest. Yeah. So the solution to that is simply alter the rules. Right. To m- force teams to play more entertaining styles. I heard
1: an heard, uh, interesting take. What if you made the corner three areas three seconds the same as the key
0: yep I like, I like that idea or you could simply just keep the the circular uh, circular shape so yeah. the corner three is cut basically cut out or like it's at least point. really far out yeah. you could do that um, how do you feel about
1: inserting any sort of shot that is more than three points I don't like it or some sort of one point I don't
0: know no I don't like it I don't like that I think it's perfect one two three no four point fuck that fuck that yeah. Because where would you put it? Half court? Yeah. Because so. Dame time. <laughs> you're going to make Dame fucking the leading scorer in the league? Uh, well, so, yeah, I got the Lakers for the championship. Uh, great. LeBron is, is, is super underrated. This team, their defense is ridiculous. Uh, people have always underrated JaVel McGee. I've always liked him since he was with the Nuggets. Because he was a fixture of Shaq and a fool, <laughs> he looks kind of goofy. He, you know, he's gangly, and also his mother played in the WNBA.
1: How? How is that possible? What do you mean? The like WNBA has been around. For that like, shit started
0: six, in '96. So let's say. Let's say she was. Uh, let's, say she was let's say she was. Let's say she was thirty in '96. Okay. Yeah, let's say she had a four-year-old. Right. I don't know. Well, I, 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 she had him young. Whatever. Um. Uh, so Javale McGee is is defensively is ridiculous. He's Physically, he's pretty He's much ridiculous. And,
1: and when you put together uh, a lightened-up Dwight, and JaVale McGee, and a obviously young,
0: and uh, Anthony Davis, yep. a lightened-up Dwight... Dwight. Who knows his role. He's not... For
1: the first time in his career.
0: That's the beautiful thing about playing Dude, with Dwight. LeBron. Dwight. LeBron is going to... Nobody's going to think they're the man playing on LeBron's team. You
1: know why Dwight is hated, right? Because when you
0: have a guy He likes candy.
1: <laughs> no, because when you have a guy that is... Let's say good and entertaining, but, like, is not a one-of-one one type guy in some regard. Like, if they get weird and they don't necessarily perform to your expectations, you don't get upset about it. You look at Dwight and you're like, that's a goddamn superhero. And you get mad when he refuses to evolve. Because you're just, like, you're, was- you're just wasting, you know. So that's why I think a little bit of
0: backlash with Dwight. uh. Right He rubbed me the wrong way in that dunk contest. Where he let his competitor jump over him?
1: You're talking to a dude. Yeah, exactly. That's Can
0: you imagine Michael Jordan being all smiley? (laughs) Hey, Dominique, (laughs) come (laughs) jump over me. Get Get the fuck out of here. Disrespect the
1: shit out of it. yeah. No, you're talking to a dude. No, 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 not
0: that that he disrespected that he would (laughs) lower himself. Why would you, you're trying to win. Why would you let your competitor, this little fucking Nate Robinson.
1: Listen, I'm the... I fucking hate Nate Robson because he stole the dunk contest from Andre Iguodala.
0: That is true. He stole it from Dwight, that. and then he stole it from... Al- he won two? He won two. Maybe three. Th-
1: Did he win three? No,
0: no he won two th- and
1: Dwight won two, maybe? What know.
0: a weird... Yeah. What a weird little guy that... W- he would have moments, though.
1: Yeah, it's funny because back when those dunk contests were happening, everybody was talking about how the dunk contest was dead, and suddenly it's not dead anymore. It was too gimmicky. He went
0: into the fucking tope, speaking of super. Although,
1: one of uh, Gerald Green blowing a candlelight. Yeah, that was That's brilliant. Cool.
0: I love that. Fantastic. You know who also gets lost in the shuffle? All-time great. Dumb contest winner? Jason Richardson.
1: Oh, big time.
0: He had the, the he had reverse little, between the legs. He had a little
1: stint on the Process Sixers. Yeah. He was like the adult in the room before Jimmy Butler.
0: Well, I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it didn't quite have the uh, the ups. Who's this? Who do, you, uh, who do you think comes out of the East? Lakers in the finals.
0: You know, you know I love the Sixers. You know I love the Sixers, but it's going to be the fucking the Bucks? smart monies on the Bucks.
1: But we match up so well.
0: Yeah. But they would say we match up so well. <laughs> you know what I mean? It goes both ways. No, they
1: wouldn't. I don't think so.
0: Because if, you, if you're talking about any team out there that can guard and beat and Horford and Simmons... No team can ex- except for the Bucs. Okay,
1: so you're the Bucks. You put Giannis on.
0: Uh, if I'm the Bucks, I would put Giannis on Simmons. Simmons, right? But I'm I weird. I, I don't think know. that's
1: no, no. I don't think that's weird.
0: Because they don't want, want to save him. You put you put Brook on Embiid. Um, yeah.
1: Who do you put on Al?
0: Doesn't really matter.
1: Uh, I think it does matter.
0: At this point, it doesn't matter. It matters. You can put Middleton on him. You're fine.
1: Oh, you're gonna put Middleton on uh, Al yeah, Horford. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Post Middleton up,
1: yeah.
0: We'll and dig down. We'll up. dig down. Double team you. Post shot. Doesn't matter with who.
1: No, it doesn't matter because uh, Embiid could possibly be on. This is why I get upset when people bash him for the threes. Like,
0: bash who? Embiid.
1: It's not his fault. He has to take threes because there has to be an open lane to an extent. You have to if you're gonna post up Embiid. If your point guard you can't well, shoot threes, you might, you might as well. Yeah. Exactly, you might as well fucking trade Simmons if you're gonna post up Embiid, and you're not gonna do that. So. Trade Embiid. I've
0: been on. we this discussion, Matt. We're not having this discussion. Who's the first guy to ever not having this? Who's the first guy to ever like look sideways, lean in and be like? We should think about trading beat. Like no. before anybody ever thought of this, I was I know, saying that. I
1: know I throw a trade roller because it's fun. We're not having no. I was telling a, you this, this summer. Serious discussion about this.
0: They've been <laughs> winning without beat I love Embiid. I here's, love him, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit. Here's the argument. Here's the argument.
1: Most, what's the average age of the superstars of a team when they win a title? 27, I would 20 28? Eight, yeah. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Sure. We got a fucking twenty-five year old and a twenty-two year old. Years
0: old. Yeah, they could be around for four more years, no matter even if we wanted them to be.
1: We just need to be more patient, man. It has to you have to I'm not I'm not saying there's a guaranteed title in there, but what I'm saying is it's our best hope. you our best our best possible, our highest ceiling is with these two figuring it out and coming out. Well, I'm not saying problems. do it right now, I'm
0: saying after the season. Well, Trade and beat. Fuck. I mean, Build the, around fir- the first
1: move is fire Brett. Build around the Simmons. first move is fire
0: Brett. Simmons and I is love the guy. So my first move,
1: my first move would be get rid of Elton before i had fire Brett. Actually, t- I, why not? I'm going to walk that back. My first move would be run it back. My second move would be fire Elton. Yeah, out get rid of
0: Brown. He's a nice enough guy with his funny, goofy. What is he? Maine, like Maine main main walk- accent or Rhode Island accent?
1: Uh, yeah, Connecticut maybe.
0: You're too far away now. Save it. Before you come, Can Can I, no, no, I think he's Rhode Islander. He's one of those weird, weirder states. Yeah, yeah definitely. Vermont. But he's geez. a nice, he's a nice enough guy, but guys. Yeah, I love him.
1: Come on, the offensive stuff. Probably. It's
0: uh, it's just ugh. I can't watch it. Yeah. Uh, but they need to build around Simmons. Simmons is the guy. He's so underrated. This guy's one in a generation. This guy's so fucking good. He can't. He doesn't shoot. He's so smart. He's like, yeah, I don't shoot threes. So. I'm not going to shoot him. <laughs> I'm
1: just going to shoot 70%. I'm just going to shoot, goal. yeah, yeah.
0: I'm going to have an effective field goal percentage of north of 60%. And fuck you. And I'm going to play like maybe the best defense in the world. Maybe. I mean, come on. Fuck you. This guy is unbelievable. Because here's what he has
1: he has the the lankiness, but there's ways to the lankiness. And, he's and
0: fast. he tries. Yeah. He plays hard Matisse
1: He's, makes him try and the two of them on defense is a yeah, goddamn nightmare. nightmare
0: yeah, it totally is it's the closest thing to Jordan and Pippen which we'll never see again but it's right. pretty fucking close alright man let's wrap this shit up you got shit to do oh, You got sure. shit. but uh, hey man I appreciate you coming on the old cast your first oh, guest yeah. I feel honored <laughs> Jersey Jer
1: alright guys it's been a pleasure
0: oh so that it's been the hey okay ha happy hour um, thanks for joining us this week guys Uh, Take care of each other. Take care of yourself and have a great week. I hope to see you next week. Bye-bye